0: boy hottie podcast. I'm Annie. I'm Bill. We're here to talk to y'all about more pop culture garbage. More bullshit that you already know, but we're just gonna regurgitate (laughs) it (laughs) here. Hey, I don't know any of it. If it were for this podcast, I would be totally out of the loop, pop Uh, culture-wise. That's true,
1: too, yeah. Um... Which,
0: I'm so grateful that you don't do a bill and use that as an opportunity to populate the Geek Week in Review with lies. So... Only an occasional lie, and it's usually pretty funny lies at that. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I'm slipping in there stuff like, "Oh, and P.S. Bill became king of the world this week." <laughs> hey, Bill, what'd you do this week other than become king of the
1: world? Uh, my penis grew so huge. That's uh-huh. my lie this week. Good. I got a giant. That's pretty great. I, I joked with someone last night my- that my penis is just an angry clitoris, and they were laughing so hard.
0: Bill, what'd you do this week?
1: <laughs> what I do this week? I went uh, a strawberry picking.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh man. So it turns out Friday was the 10th anniversary of me moving to Portland. Um, yeah. Which is the only reason I could figure that out is because the second day I'd ever uh, my second day in Portland, Oregon was just happened to be the first day. The uh, it was it was the day that the very first Stumptown Comics Fest here in Portland <coughs> happened.
0: Oh yeah. And
1: so all I had to Google was what what was the date of the very first Stumptown Comics Fest here in Portland, and I found that a day out and I realized oh shit it's Friday. And so Dylan and Katie, uh, we all went out to Savi Island and picked uh, fresh strawberries, and it was super cool. And uh, it was Aww. just a very nice little quiet afternoon. I mean, going out to pick strawberries isn't, isn't like some kind of huge event or anything like that. But, but it was nice just to things. get out of the fucking office.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because usually Fridays, you know, I, it's, well, every day for me is, uh, is a work day anymore. But it was nice just to get out in the sunshine and yeah. I just... It wasn't until I got home I looked at my tennis shoes and I realized I must have I must have been a fucking regular Godzilla out there because I had my my shoes were pink with the blood of a bazillion strawberries <laughs> I must have accidentally stepped on while I was out there. Well, that's the other thing I didn't know strawberries. Have you ever gone to pick li- uh, uh, strawberries? I have. Yeah. They're low to the ground. Yeah. Shit! I thought strawberries yeah. were like on vines. I thought it was like picking grapes or something like that. Nope. No, like you have to get down on your fucking hands and knees and do that shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I. Oh, man, strawberries. Oh, why? I, I should have brought some of the strawberries down here to eat while I was on the
0: podcast. I know that a I should fool, be going Bill. out of my way to
1: eat on the podcast, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bill. Well, I'm so, saying, well,
0: ha- Bill, happy Portland anniversary. Exactly. I
1: did that, and I had people over last night to watch Grand Budapest Best Hotel and Lego like, movie, and that was cute. Um, Jimmy Conley stopped by. They said they, they were hanging out with you before they came out to hang out with me. Yeah, and they said they had a good time hanging out with you and Miss Virginia.
0: Well, yeah, we just had Jimmy all day, and we were also house. Uh, oh, that's what Dog sitting Miss Virginia. So. Oh, I forgot Jimmy and Conley. They're, they don't have the same days off
1: together, so they couldn't be. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, they're we had a com- lovely time. We uh, he he watched us prepare for our vacation. What I were you guys here. doing? Like packing. Uh, we had to go get uh, cloth belts for our summer shorts. What? So, uh, you can't use a normal belt on shorts, like, or at least you should. Did you not get, so you should have got, got
1: like, some bits of rope, so it would be, like, our gang kind of stuff.
0: Well, no, I went, we went to the army surplus store and got webbing. And, uh, really? made belts. So, What yeah. shorts do you have?
1: You think shorts would have built-in drawstrings?
0: Some do, but yeah. these, not fancy girl shirts. Also, like, when you yeah. talk about lesbians
1: going on a vacation and packing, that could actually mean two different things.
0: Wah, wah. Wah, wah, that's a funny wah. joke bill because we could be packing dildos that's so good well, not even dildos you know I, I erica
1: just recently introduced me to the fact that they actually do have packing well i guess packing it's dildos pieces. too but it's actually packing it's not really used for sex but it is supposed to be a flaccid packing pieces yeah yeah which yeah. like they seem super cool i wish i had one just to have on my desk
0: just to play with like like a st- as a stress toy there is one in particular that's, like, really elasticy, and in yeah. one of the videos for the website. They show them, like, shooting them around the office like slingshots.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I almost seem like they're make, made out of, like, a wacky wall walker flesh.
0: <laughs> not quite. I wonder Bill, if you
1: cl- really cleaned it. I wonder if you slammed, like, a packing dildo against a wall if it would, like, crawl down.
0: Uh, well, that's a good question. I've never uh, tried. We should have a race. Not no, to get you for your birthday, Bill. I'm gonna get you a big... Uh...
1: I will not say no to that. No, you... <laughs>
0: There's one <laughs> called Mr. Right that comes in, like, three sizes. Oh, really? It's, yeah. There's, there's there's a wide world of packing out there, my friend. It's not all just a balled-up pair of socks. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, happy portland bursary, Bill. Yeah, ten years, man. It's pretty good. Ten it's years. Pretty good.
1: I need to get a car so I can more regularly take advantage of the fact that I live in Portland by going out to the Cascades or going out to the Gorge. Yeah. Or going out Yeah. Because it is... You can totally see how... Uh Springfield and the Simpsons is based vaguely off of uh Portland because we're like like literally about three hours ride from ma snow capped mountains yep. from a desert from a uh, uh from the Pacific Ocean beach to gorges. Like you could film all 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 like the next three Star Wars trilogies yep. here in Oregon if you really wanted to. Yeah.
0: God bless. So what else? Yeah, it's, it's lovely country that you and I do not take advantage of. Enough. I know! Well, at least you have a car, but yeah, you yeah, you, you have the excuse that you,
1: you you guys are homebodies where I'm just stuck at home because, like, I can only go where the buses take me. Yeah.
0: So. Well, I take it, you know, I don't need to go out to nature. I just let nature come to me by not mowing my yard. <laughs> How do you? Do you guys even have a mower? yeah, I've got a push mower. It only takes about 15 minutes to mow my yard, which I do, but A, it's growing like a motherfucker, because it's Yeah, but that's
1: the thing. You gotta keep up. If you keep up with it, it makes it a lot easier. Especially yeah. if you're using a push mower. Uh, if, if it's but, a gas uh, mower, it doesn't matter so much, but yeah.
0: But the other Ugh. issue is that we have, weeds. I'm making one last pass with a Relatively green to the earth won't kill your yard, uh, your grass weed killer. And if this doesn't work, oh fuck, fuck kill it, kill the grass.
1: Who gives a shit?
0: I'm bringing out the Roundup. Um, that's gonna be it. I'm gonna fucking nuke it all from you orbit. Yeah, because if, if 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 you kill the grass and then you don't have to worry about the grass
1: for the rest of the season.
0: There we go. It's best <laughs> of both worlds. Making my yard look even more beautiful. Yeah, if you're smart, so. you just
1: pave over the goddamn yard. And no one gives a
0: shit. We're, we're discussing. Foley's like, how would you feel if I just built a deck in our yard? I'm like, <laughs> yeah,
1: Joshin's, he hes talking about our back deck. He's talking about just ripping it out because it's starting to rot and fall apart, and just turning yeah. the whole back deck into a garden, which that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, we we have like a an old uh, spa hot tub that got that broke a couple of years ago that we never used, so we really don't use that back that that back deck for hanging out as much as we could. We have a carport with like a little bit of a. We could grill out and stuff, we would keep that, but yeah, Jojo would just it'll be nice to have a garden actually.
0: Yeah. So uh but anyway, this week, yeah, I got ready for my trip. I'm really excited about it. So you go up to Canada? Yeah, we're gonna go up to canada Can you mention who you're visiting? Yeah, I don't know. It's very mysterious. Um we actually have to finish this podcast so I can finish Emily's birthday present. Today is her birthday and I'm working on a ridiculous drawing of us. Um, but, uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. So, we're, we're, we're getting, we're getting all our shit squared away. Uh, meanwhile, uh... Um, be, when we're going to visit them, we're going to play... We Last time we hung out, we played Assassin's Creed 4 and had a lot of fun. And, yeah. um, before that, we had played... I can't remember what game we played, but we have a ritual of playing games together. So uh, we're going to play Murdered Soul Suspect. I like you guys go a... out
1: of your ways just to do the same stuff you do at home, but just together as a communal, you it's, know, yeah, it's, social thing. i no, not that my... it's bad or anything like that, but that's, that, that's funny. They're
0: my best friends in the world. We have a plan that when Uncharted 4 comes out, we're going to rent a cabin. And... Uh, Go and just play it for a couple of days. And it,
1: all I'm saying is it's really weird that you go out and hang out with people and do things that you love together.
0: I know! Isn't it crazy? That's
1: just kind of creepy. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of gross.
0: But anyway, um, uh, so we're getting us out of our vacation, so we've been kind of busy, but uh, the one thing we did do on Friday, uh, my poor girl... Has been in crazy tooth pain. Do you remember when we went to PAX, like that first PAX? You and I both, or excuse me, the second PAX we went to, when fully came that she fucked up a filling. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. She never got it taken care of because we had a terrible that was like five dentist. Go. She finally got it taken care of like Wednesday. Finally, we got a good dentist. Wow. Our dental plan changed at work. We could afford to do it, so she went. and She got it taken care of. And it is astonishing. It's so funny that when people live with chronic pain, how it affects them, and uh, that when they don't have to deal with chronic pain anymore, that it's like you know, it's like new life. It really is. So she's all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and adorable. And she was like, "Let's go see a movie," which she very rarely does. So we went to go see Edge of Tomorrow on stuff. Friday. It felt kind of weird to be going and seeing it. Uh, uh, around D Day because the th- the whole movie is about an invasion of Normandy. Yeah, so which that, that, was that kind
1: shows of... what kind of like military brat that you are that you care about like you would be sensitive enough to be worried about like any kind of like cultural stuff around D Day.
0: Well, Bill, imagine going to see a movie that's about an alien attack on oh, New York no, on the no, anniversary I... of September 11th.
1: No, no, no I'm, not, I'm not saying you're wrong or anything like that, but like vast majority of people, have, most people don't even remember it was D Day. Versus anyway. much much less even you know being conscious of like pop culture stuff being released around it, but so it was a good yeah. movie though.
0: It was fun. It was dippy fun. Like, it Emily was just a Blunt, good, it's like As time. hot
1: as she looks like in her armor in the trailers, and not even in oh, yeah. the trailers, but like I said, like Entertainment Weekly had a, uh, an article about Edge of Tomorrow and some of the photos. She looks super badass.
0: She's and like, super hmm, how badass. You doing? One thing I liked about this movie is that the whole premise—and I'm not spoiling too much because you know much this much from watching the trailer—but the whole premise of the movie is that um, uh, Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt have have experienced the same day over and over and over again. Yeah. And so the whole thing is that I, I get kind of fatigued of movies about badasses. But the whole idea of this movie is that neither of them were badasses before this repetition happened, and then just by being in a war over and over and over again, day and day and day out, that uh, they became super badasses. Because what the fuck else do they? Well, have to isn't do she training other than him to badass? Yes. And so uh, has she been stuck in the loop of... longer than he has? You will see. I don't oh, okay. wanna, I'll, I'll I don't want to spoil it too much for you, but uh it's it's a goofy it's a goofy fun summer movie. It's a duty to the Bourne movies. Okay. So I mean, he's a good action
1: uh, director. I yeah, I so like do I do
0: like how the mech suits
1: instead of looking like super future I mean they're, they're it's very junky futuristic stuff. Yeah. They 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 look yeah. like they just walked through a junkyard and the stuff got glued yeah. through them. It's not like super hyper designed like anime bullshit or anything. Yeah. Which is funny because I know this uh the is based off of a manga called All You Need Is Kill.
0: Yeah, it's actually based off a novel. Oh that's that I what think it was. Right, was right. adapted. I said manga <laughs> I'm probably pronouncing anyway. it correctly what I'm just saying. Uh so the uh what I do like is that it it, it kind of is a mashup of obviously Groundhog's Day <laughs> um aliens and, and what's the uh, Duncan Jones movie? well, Source Code. Source Code is a riff off of Groundhog Day, though. So, uh, yeah. it's... So, it's, um... And weirdly, the Americanization of Emily. Why the Americanization of Emily? Because it's got Emily see. Blunt. That's right. And she's British, You'll and see. she's
1: slowly turning to American as longer she spends in this time loop.
0: You will see why it reminds me of the Americanization of Emily. I've but never it's...
1: seen the Americanization of Emily, so I'm not even quite sure what the, what the thing is. Are you...
0: Is. Bill, you, as a Julie Andrews enthusiast, oh, I know! Need... You need to see the Then Mary again, everyone movie. says that about
1: The Sound of Music. I love her in Mary Poppins, but The Sound of Music drives me bonkers.
0: Bill, in The Sound of Music, she doesn't have a whole speech about how she loves to fuck soldiers because she wants to give them one last chance before oh, they know. die. I'm just saying this, dude. When she
1: gives the speech, is she addressing the audience directly like she's talking to Bill Mudrin while she's watching the film? <laughs> I'm
0: just saying, dude. Uh, you know what? The,
1: seriously, I, you know what the terrible thing is? I'm going to start looking in the internet dumpster as we speak
0: <laughs> for the Americanization of Emily. It's one of my favorite uh, uh, anti-war movies, and James Garner, Gardner is Oh, you know
1: what? We've it. had this conversation before, because I remember specifically talking about, like it's the combination of Julie Andrews and James Gardner, is like, how yeah. did I not grow up watching this movie?
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's a really, and it's a nicely shot movie. Is it like from the 60s? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's
1: J- James Garner wasn't a star until the 60s, but. Well, it's not like she was a star until the 60s, too, but. Well,
0: it's directed by Juliander's wife, or husband.
1: Oh, that's even better. Oh, it's yeah. fucking What's His Face. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, is that how they met?
0: No. No. They had, uh. No.
1: Okay. That's uh, it's. it's uh, this <laughs> is already a good commentary track timeline, for the Americanization right? of Emily
0: oh, it's a good movie, I like it, I know nothing about it. So here we go.
1: Okay, 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 But anyway, okay,
0: okay. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, totally fun, popcorn pick. It's the kind of, like, dumb sci-fi movie that I want to see every summer. That's just kind of goofy yeah. fun, doesn't take itself too seriously, tightly edited. And what was hilarious about this movie is that, so there's this there's this one particular riff on aliens in it. Um, only like, the, conscious,
1: like, riff? It's not not oh, just because per- it's a tough lady like, as a soldier,
0: no, it's like, like aliens in particular because they've got the whole dumb shit brigade. Yeah. Only, whereas in aliens, they actually are soldiers. In this, they're genuinely just grunts who are no good at anything. That's oh, okay. just kinda oh, that's like kind of cool around. if it's
1: just like normal folk just given a gun and said, hey, march off to war. That's very to much die so in the, the trenches, yes. Yeah. See, that's, so- that's kind of cool. See, that's, again, if it's more like that and not just like. Raw, Starship. Well, Starship Troopers is kind of uh, fucked up and critical of war and stuff too. But if it's not just like glorifying the Marines or something like that, yeah, no, that that that's that actually sounds pretty cool.
0: I've heard but surprisingly best...
1: good things about this movie.
0: It's it's fun. Like yeah. I would not go into it expecting to get your you know like I did not grow a cock and have it filleted by this movie. But yeah. it's well, especially it was it's, a it's good funny time. to
1: hear anyone say have anything good to say about not that Tom Cruise movies are terrible by default, but. Yeah, Tom Cruise movies tend to be kind of glossy and kind of bland, all in the same kind of way. Even like even the one Steven Spielberg directed Tom Cruise movie is just kind of like you know kind of generic crime, blah blah blah. I don't know. So.
0: Well, I I have a trouble I have a hard time with Tom Cruise, but the whole point of this is that you see his him go from a Weasley person you don't like to a person who deserves some respect.
1: Yeah, so. and it's that's that's one of the things Tom Cruise rarely plays scumbags or people yeah. who aren't already automatically kind of. Hey, yeah, yeah. For, uh, to begin with, so yeah. uh, man, did you ever see Ender's Game?
0: No. Did you ever read I, the book? Yeah, I read the book. Uh, so I the, like book is the book is good, right? It's very good. It's too bad it was written by Orson Scott Card. Yeah. Well, speaking of movies that
1: are better than they have any right to be, the Ender's Game was uh, movie is actually not that bad. I just it's watched that this Too bad that
0: I can't see it because it's Orson Scott Card, like.
1: Uh, let's put it I this re- way: We watch it in a matter that did not put money into Orson Scott Card's pocket. <laughs> Good on you. Which is the opinion. optimum way to watch Ender's Game? Uh, this is true. No, it's it's really is if you, if you didn't know the backstory of Orson Scott Card and what a jackass he is, it's just like a passable science fiction movie starring a bunch of kids. It's yeah. like the Goonies with lasers.
0: How was uh, Haley Stratford or whatever his name is? You know what? Same- I had no mm-hmm. idea. It's the okay.
1: So the uh, the main character is Hugo. Yeah. And his girlfriend is True Grit. Yeah. And his sister girlfriend. is... Is what's-her-butt, yeah. Is, uh, is Sun... What, the, the the Little Miss Sunshine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And all, oh, all, so- also, also his surrogate uh, military dad is Han Solo, but everyone knows that, but yeah. <laughs>
0: So what I wanted to tell you about uh, just tomorrow before we move on to Ender's Game is yeah. that what's great is that there's this whole aliens riff, mm-hmm. and um, Bill Paxton plays their drill sergeant. Yeah, what the hell is Bill, you know what, it wasn't until he started tweeting about Bill Paxton, I was like, you know what, I, ha, I, I am guaranteed to see this movie someday. He is the best part of that movie. He has so much fun being a bombastic <laughs> drill sergeant. It is the His best. His character the most... is not like is, is
1: not like named like 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 Captain Hudson or anything, is it? No, no. Okay, it's okay. a very
0: he, he's a Kentuckian from Science Hill, Kentucky, and yeah. he he's like he believes you shall be reborn in the crucible of warfare, and it's the best. So, is
1: anyone conscious that this is happening to people? Then is that just is that just like kind of like little cosmic joke they throw into the end uh, the movie? You
0: will see, Bill, okay. won't you? But anyway, the so uh, he's great in it, and what was really great? There's a the Vasquez sort of character in that she's the tough uh, lady in the squad. You mean Emily Though Blunt's again, character? No,
1: no, no, no. Oh, I'm talking about. Oh, I thought the, you were talking the Vasquez character. Is Emily Blunt?
0: Well, yes, in that she is she well, is the true lady. Vasquez. In that she is the um, badass. But in the actual bullshitty little troop of grunts that Tom Cruise gets shuffled around with the um Vasquez character in that she is the token female butch-ass weirdo female is this um like uh she she looks like she should be one of uh Pensatucky's minions in uh Words New Black. Yeah. She's kind of this filthy like uh, accented weirdo, and I'm looking at her and looking at her. I'm like, God, this lady is really, really familiar, and I can't quite put my my finger on it. Afterwards, I'm, I'm during the credits. I'm like, Holy shit, that's Tom Hardy's wife, Charlotte Riley, who's a very pretty woman. Gets like this. Her hair is all fucked up, and she has like faux teeth, and is just like growing in a thick accent, <laughs> just saying every single fucking goddamn shit and swear she possibly come up with. I had it's no an, idea that Tom Hardy
1: was married to anybody.
0: Uh, They secretly got married recently. How can that
1: vagina withstand that much manhood? You know, we'll have to ask her. God, how is she not just like perpetually just impregnated with his (laughs) his fertile seed? Like even even remotely from halfway across the world while they're filming different movies
0: it's a really good question
1: though. oh my god so anyway
0: we live in a world in which uh the present day tom uh mad max is married to the present day vasquez do you think she
1: has ever made good. him a tv dinner and made the joke while serving it to him saying would you like your bronson's tv dinner
0: probably i'll just say probably <laughs> that sounds likely bill sounds i like think to see bronson
1: again oh my god we just started
0: watching it again recently, that fucking movie. That
1: fucking movie. Yeah, people uh, listening to us at home, if you've never seen... We've talked about Bronson before, but if we haven't brought it up recently... Yeah, it's it's one of his first movies that kind of shot him to him. Not that, not that a lot of people have seen Bronson, but he has such a spe- specific, crazy role in that movie. He is just... Oh it's my a God. Nicholas
0: Winding Refn movie, so... Drive. Yeah. Did you see that guy? He's talking about, it like, he wants to make, like, an all-female... Was it horror movie? He also wants to make a, a Logan's Run that's a musical comedy, so, I'm just saying. That guy's no. at
1: least always got ideas.
0: You were talking about how Tarantino is always flicking shit, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, anyway, so, but anyway,
1: so... no, Ender's Game, there's not much, to, I, I didn't even have much to say about Ender's Game, than I was surprised it was not terrible.
0: Yeah. I don't even know who no. made it. Uh, the, 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 the cast and everything Gavin...
1: is pretty good, but yeah.
0: It's Gavin Fox, the poor bitch who did the Wolverine movie that uh that Fox took out from underneath him, right? What
1: the 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 Japanese, the one that just came out last no, year? No,
0: the the last one with uh with uh live Sh- uh, Schreiber in it that everyone no one likes and Oh, and the about. one that
1: all oh, the, the the first standalone, oh, when they were going to like make standalone uh X-Men movies for all the X-Men. Yep. Yep. Oh, and they started with Wolverine and everyone hated it.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: I've never seen that movie. I've just seen the trailers where it looks like the the blue screen for like Wolverine's hanging off like the top of a truck. It looks bad. It looks almost bad enough to be like a Saturday night Live, a Saturday Night Live skit. It's fucking the, terrible. But
0: that movie, Ugh. like they would do things like the the fox Fox would go and repaint his sets overnight before filming. Really? Why? Like they meddled like fuck Why? with that movie. Oh, that sucks. They did not trust him. With uh, that's, the production. from a it's technical
1: perspective. Ender's Game is not bad. Yeah, like I yeah. said, the cast is good. I don't know. It's it's, it's 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 a nice anti-war movie. It's you know I don't mm-hmm. know. I I just judging by uh, assuming they were relatively faithful with the original book, I could see why people have have loved the book so much, especially people who play video games. Um, it's a
0: very good book. If you were a a kid who ever grew up feeling different, and that's why well, it's, there's it's, spe- it's
1: essentially just the Harry Potter story again of like. Orphan kid who's whisked away to a magical, not magical academy, but like to a like right. a, like academy where he like you know through trials and tribulations he you know he earns a couple close friends and they end up saving the day. You know instead yeah. of instead of Death Eaters, they're fighting aliens. But yeah, um, but I do like the fact that at the end of Ender's Game, spoiler for Ender's Game, that he does get pissed off at uh, the people who have been training him the whole time and then he walks away from them and he says, yeah. "Fuck you, I'm gonna I'm gonna strike out on my own." But yeah, so. So weird that yep. Ender. so weird that Scott Card... There seems to be a lot of multinational ethnic stuff in that movie. Which I guess is also the same thing in the books. Yeah. Like, characters from all kinds of different walks of life. One yeah. of his best friends he makes in the movie, which, according to Joshin, is, is the same way as in the books, is, is like, a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they yeah. very specifically point out the fact that he's Muslim and stuff like that. And it's so weird that Orson Scott Card would suddenly say... Would would be that cool with all the multiculturalism, but say, you know, them gays can't have that but
0: as long as they don't person touch people's genitals <sighs> genitals are the same as theirs yeah. he's fine with it dude. it's almost
1: like human beings all have different weird shit going on in their heads and we all yeah logically
0: yeah
1: like anyway so. so that's under scam Man. I had
0: a good time with it, my friend. Yeah. And the only other movie I watched this week was um, the Eagle. <laughs> the hell? Oh, it's, wait. That the that... It's Channing Tatum and Jamie Bell vehicle that came out a couple of years ago.
1: That is not. That isn't that the title of the first episode of HBO's Rome? Are are they trying to recover a golden eagle for the for their Roman soldier guys?
0: I love how you go. Isn't that like HBO's Rome, <laughs> as opposed to an actual event in history? What is this? that happens? <laughs> Um, it, it's covered in I Claudius as well, my friends. Um, one of the uh, legions in uh, stationed in Britain marched. Uh, oh, so it is a Roman they were, thing. They were they I were close. lured. They were lured into um, uh, the natives lured them. Uh, this idiotic legionnaire leader dude into a uh, ambush. Pretty much slaughtered all the Romans, and more importantly, they lost this golden eagle that was the symbol of Rome and blah blah blah. Oh, so it is so, the same plot. Okay, okay, okay. It's an okay. actual thing that happened in history, but also is, so the-, is
1: the plot of the pilot for uh, HBO's Rome.
0: Yes. Yeah. It is also the plot of an episode of I Claudius, okay. In the book I Claudius. But anyway, the uh, the premise of this movie is that Channing Tatum plays the son of that dude, that asshole who lost it, uh-huh. and uh, to reclaim his family's honor, he goes to Britain and tries to reclaim the eagle and blah blah blah. And Jamie Bell is his slave. They become bros, and uh, it was funny because my 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 wife because she was laid up by her tooth shit. Uh, she watched all these movies She's like, "Eddie, I'm gonna make you watch The Ego with me And that certainly was a bro movie through history Which yeah. is a genre Aww. I'm a sucker for And I am a sucker for Romans And I am a sucker for Jamie Bell But that's not a very good movie <laughs> Wait,
1: who made, Did anybody in the interest make that?
0: Uh, it's a documentary, and I looked him up on IMDb, and I can't remember anything about him now. Oh, so okay. it's a weird, it's a weird little movie. So that was. I'm glad we both watched movies of yesteryear that people have forgotten about already.
1: <laughs> is it is it, is it at least sexy at all? Anyone take off their uh, their pants? For their I
0: really like the uh, hairstyles of ancient Rome. Okay. And Jamie Bell has a pretty good stubble going. So, so yeah, you I got like what I Tatum. From
1: it. You're 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 a Tatum fan.
0: I am not a Tatum fan. I thought you were. Oh my, we've had this conversation many times. I lo- think he looks like a thumb. He does look like I'm, a thumb.
1: That's why I thought you liked him.
0: No, he. Sh- we've had this conversation many times. He should be my type, but he is not. Yeah, he's. But he's, I actually, he's just a thick dude. I. I. He should be my type. He should be the sort of type of my wife and I. But somehow he's not. He. He's even. He's a brute with a sense of humor. That's normally our jam. Yeah. But uh, no, sadly no. And, uh, except for this movie, he was pretty good. Because I can't. I can't resist a man in a. Uh, in a Roman haircut. No. So and I forget, <laughs> yeah. did you ever see the Grand Budapest Hotel? Yes. I saw it before you and we talked about it on this very podcast. Did you like it? I did, very much. Okay.
1: No, I just had did people we... over last night. We watched that in the Lego movie. And uh, I was I was kind of surprised that everyone really dug both movies. I thought more people would have more problems with them. But yeah, we, we yeah, all... Yeah,
0: you, you are the only person I know who did not really like Grand Budapest Hotel. How did you like it on the second viewing? No, I
1: really like it. Look, you know, it's also one of those movies that gets a lot better on the second viewing, too.
0: Yeah. I, I yeah. No, I
1: really liked it. It, it. I think that and Moonrise Kingdom really kind of form a nice uh, uh, renaissance for Wes Anderson mm-hmm. because... I did not. Well, I've never seen the Darjeeling Limited, but I've heard people say it was terrible. I could not tolerate the little opening mini-movie that they had before, the Darjeeling Limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that pissed me off so much. That just, it, it was so twee. I couldn't yeah. even... And again, LaRoy Rushmore being one of my favorite movies of all time, it's not like I can't tolerate Wes Anderson's tweeness, but it, yeah. it kind of went overboard there a little bit. But yeah, no, this uh, Grand Budapest Hotel and Lunari's Kingdom are definitely like his... His kind of come back a little bit in terms of.
0: Yeah, I am not a. Uh, uh, I am not big on Wes Anderson. He his movies kind of irritate me, but I Budap- Grand Budapest Hotel was easily my favorite of his. Yeah, Refine is Morgan really good in that too. Yeah, there like everyone in that is so good. Like yeah. that kid who plays Zero is oh, so not great. Lose. You know, it wasn't until we were watching
1: like an HD last night that we realized that uh, uh, half the movie he spends with Finds, they're supposed to, they're on the run and they're supposed to be in disguise as peasants. And, and, and you realize that his disguise is the fact that he has not painted on his pencil mustache. Yeah. yeah. It's so <laughs> and, good. That, 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 yeah, that's goddamn cute. Uh, but yeah, Lego Movie And I was very happy to see everyone laughing pretty hard at the Lego Movie stuff.
0: Too, the Lego so Movie is great. We just rewatched watched it uh, last weekend. That's that movie is filled with movie. so many
1: goddamn dumb jokes.
0: So good. It's those clone high dudes, man. Yeah, they know, I know what they're those doing. Are,
1: I, I'm curious to see. I, is it supposed to be this father that they're Will Forte? last man on Earth comedy is supposed to be out
0: uh, I think so yeah it's gonna be on Fox this this fall
1: yeah so that's what I did last night too that I guess that was part of the uh, continuing Bill Mudron's ten year in Portland celebration was just having people over to watch stupid movies last
0: night Oh that's pretty and yeah, Jimmy Connolly showed up Connolly was dressed super pretty. Yeah.
1: that just sounds like it's not like Conley's dress, like dress like a garbage heap otherwise but like she had this nice kind of like flesh colored dress that kind of was like like victorian or
0: something like that a little,
1: a nice little summer dress. she's
0: she's a fancy ass broad well i friends. know so
1: many tough badass ladies it's rare that i like i Conley's one of the, them too yeah friend. and it's rare that i'm hanging out with a friend who's like she looks dainty
0: and i was like oh bill you're one of your best friends of the last 10 years has been dylan McConus. No, but Dylan, she, she, she'll she wear pants and stuff like that, but she's not, like, sundress. She, she's not, like, somebody
1: who would, like, like make a great Tumblr sketch of, is all I'm saying. She's, she's a weird uggo with, like, huge, like, Simpsons overbite. She's got these Godzilla pointy things to get out of her. But you know what I mean, there, There's a Portland Pixie Girl style, and... That's not necessarily, like, very classical. Yeah, you know,
0: I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking about I was gonna fucking say, dress. I love Bill <laughs> trying desperately to dig himself out of this one. That's, pretty good. that's the thing. I'm at giving compliments without making them
1: extraordinarily backhanded or insulting yep. to someone else. Or Yeah, that's why yep. I never give compliments. It's not consciously. Up, I don't know. I always dig myself into trouble.
0: Uh, I love you, Bill. Oh, wait. So... We, have,
1: we have a comment from uh, Jonathan Santiago, who's probably undoubtedly stopped listening to us, but... Uh he says it's not Star Wars without Tatooine. Does Portland have enough sand for Tatooine or snow for Hoth? Portland doesn't, but Oregon surprisingly does. Mm-hmm. Or again, Oregon has snow-capped mountains and vast maybe not vast like Sahara deserts, but there's like salt flats and sandy dunes
0: and desert yeah, in we've Oregon. Got, you we've wouldn't got think some that. pretty significant deserts here in Oregon. Yeah. yeah. So, you could We got you, all that majestic shit going on.
1: Yeah. You could at least do a Suicide Girls Star Wars themed photo shoot, either on Hoth or on in Tatooine.
0: Pretty sure someone has. Yeah. That just seems like too. No, too one reasoning. of the Suicide
1: Girls I remember. She actually did a. Was it a Dune themed uh, Suicide oh, Girl? Seriously, sec. she was at, like out in the middle of the Oregon desert. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, yeah.
0: so uh, the only uh, game I really played this week, uh, other than I'm still pr- kicking a lot of ass and. Uh, Dumb shit Marvel Dark Avengers game on my Android, so yeah, that's going pretty well. She my match was. three games doing pretty good, but uh, the only game I played this week was I got Murdered Soul Suspect on Tuesday. So what the hell is that? So it's the the latest from Airtight Games. These are the folks who did that Dark Void game that no one else no one played. Oh, yeah. Also, um, they did they I think I don't know if they developed or just released that um, Quantum Dreams game from the lady who had worked on. Uh, uh, I can't remember what game she worked on. Had she worked on Portal Two, and she went on to make her own game? I can't remember. But anyway, they but these are folks who came from the Crimson Skies team. So I have an irrational fondness for them for that reason alone. Murdered Soul Suspect is a con. A pretty no, it's it's platform It's a m- adventure game in which you are a detective, uh, who is solving the case of his own murder. Okay. You are a ghost.
1: There's uh, actually the the game Ghost Trick is kind of the same thing. We have it's been murdered, and the... you're a ghost, and you have to come back and figure out why you were killed.
0: Here is my review of Murdered Soul Suspects. I've played, played two hours of it, and uh, so the characters, the protagonist' exposition, is told primarily through his tattoos. That is my what? review of Murdered Soul Suspects. So wait, he's not a ghost; he's an actual, like, fleshy dude walking around. Well, at the start of it, you, it opens with his murder, and he yeah. still has like he has his ghost form is still his body, so he has his tattoos. And oh, ship. you can't like opening, stuff? You can, as there are many mechanics, but you're still wandering it's around totally as you of do. Ghost trick. It's almost like games are other games. Bill, did you know that Rayman is totally rip off of Mario? Were you aware? Yeah, but no. The, the thing of the thing that's weird about uh, Murder Still Suspect, and granted, I'm still very early in it yet, is I love adventure games, so I'm going to keep playing it. But it's strangely charmless; like it doesn't really have anything that has hooked me in. Like the gameplay, well, like in terms is of writing and stuff, t- anything. Like the the art direction is, you know, fine. I really like the silky texture of the back of his vest. And, um, the, but, that's, that's kind pretty
1: of cool. bad when you're looking for good things to talk about a game, you're like, you know, the, his vest texture is pretty badass.
0: It just jumped out at me. It's a nice little detail. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, the, you look at the back of a character a lot in video games. I know, and that's why a lot of dudes like to play as, the
1: well, not a lot of dudes, but, like, like, it seems like half the guys who play as ladies just use the excuses, like, I'd rather look at a lady butt <laughs> than a dude butt so, for, for half the game.
0: But, uh, yeah, the the, char- the character, the world, the writing, the music, the voice acting, the the story, nothing there has actually kind of... Well, isn't it like a mid-budget game? It's, yeah. Not to say
1: mid-budget games by default always have to be super bland.
0: Well, no, but, but... there is usually, when I play a game, there is usually something in it that I can say, this this aspect of it has kept me going. Yeah. and gra- So granted you have no again, idea only... why you
1: haven't stopped playing yet.
0: Well, it's an adventure game, and I will play it to completion, oh, okay. but yeah, other than that, it's kind of well, sometimes I, you uh, kind
1: of start for a game in a particular genre and then that maybe that may justify why you keep on playing a game you might otherwise not be that invested in
0: it's uh it's one of those things though where there are some games where you are doing investigations where it's not so much about you solving the case as much as it is you trying to figure out how the game wants you to solve the case, yeah. And even, I've only been in the situation where I've had to, like, basically answer the game's question a couple of times, and I've already ha- had that happen a couple of times. So, Aww. I am not... I, I, I'm gonna keep playing it, and I will enjoy playing it with Emily and Kate, but I'm waiting for that hook, that thing, to keep me going on. So, but what, what you've been
1: playing this week? Uh, I've been playing the thing at looking at uh, Instagram while you're talking. Yeah, totally tuned me out. I'm uh-huh. not tuning. I can do both. Well, I'm just looking at pictures. It's not like i reading text. So I guess yeah. Lana Headley from Game of Thrones, she's been uh, secretly tweeting spoilers about Game of Thrones and people are kind of pissed off at her. So I guess she... Uh, How can you be secretly tweeting spoilers? Well, you know the Red Viper? Yeah. What happens to him? And that that yeah. that just happened to him this week? Well, guess... It's called the book. I Can know, you really spoil something that exists? <laughs> I know medium? I know, I know. So I guess she had uh, tweeted a photo of herself jokingly gouging out the eyes of the red viper guy. Like this, you know, this this is like weeks ago before the show actually, you know, before the episode aired. And now, of course, people looking back at her are like, oh, she's making a reference to what happened to that dude in that episode. And I guess she also just tweeted uh, a picture of a uh, stone heart. Of, uh, a, a, like, a, yeah, a little heart made of stones. And everyone's like,
0: ooh, I wonder what's going to happen in the future in Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. I just love the yeah, people cause pissed off. Yeah, because we're rapidly reaching, it. we are yeah. rapidly reaching, like, beyond the books.
1: Yeah, and they're, they're talking about, they're actually getting, like, the, the show's junking a lot of the, the, the fluff that people complain about the kind of yeah. middle books kind of being filled with and so yeah it's 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 in the next season they're gonna kind of be caught up oh, so man. They're, they're specifically talking about Jon Snow story there's yeah. not a lot left for them to like really stall no. with like there, yeah. there's there's already a couple of characters where it's already kind of like well <laughs> what now so, yeah yeah
0: it's gonna be interesting anyway hold
1: on I have to clear my throat, <clears> throat> Did you watch Game of Thrones this week?
0: <laughs> nice catch. Okay, but yeah. nice catch.
1: <laughs> it was pretty fucked up, though. It was it was worth watching just for that that, that fight between uh, the Red Viper and the, as you can tell from everyone flipping out about it on Twitter and social yeah. media and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I've been listening to the song "Let Me C- Clear My Throat" on a loop for about the last three weeks.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know why. There's something about talk about hooks. That hook has got my brain. I've never heard
1: that song before.
0: You, before, when that this is my friend. That was not
1: conscious reference.
0: You need to, it's, it's been a, in my, in my mind. Is that a non, recent in, song? No. It's oh. like mid-90s. It's like, like Cole Porter. Cold, Cold, it's Cold Porter exactly like Cole Porter, my friend. Uh, Bill, tell me about Tomodachi Life. Tomodachi I Life. I heard there ain't no quiz in it.
1: Man, Annie, you're totally not getting married to Foley in this game. That's kind of a heartbreaker. Damn. So yeah, Tomodachi Life is new Nintendo game. This is the game that people pissed off a couple of weeks ago because they found out that you couldn't. Uh, there's no same-sex marriage in the game, uh, but it's all it really is. Just it's it's Nintendo's version of the Sims, except instead of Sims, it's their little me characters. Yeah, and you could either create uh, me characters from uh, you know, from scratch or import them from you know like from your 3DS or even from your Wii U. and yeah. so I've imported most of the people I know. Uh, no one's gotten married or no one's fallen in love yet. Uh, some people are bros. You're 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 really good friends with uh, my friend Daniel from Japan, who's one of the first. <laughs> like th- he's in G- him being in J- uh, in Japan, he's he played the game like two years ago. So he yeah, but every, like he can share your memes through QR codes that you can post to Twitter, and so I'm mm-hmm. importing people that way. And yeah, uh, you are now. I've trained you to sing a love ballad, mm-hmm. and your house is all country western themed. Thank and you. you were specifically, your me was specifically requesting a clothing change. And so the only the Western-themed clothing I could find was, like, a knotted belly shirt and cowboy boots. <laughs> and little Daisy Duke <laughs> shorts. <laughs> Alright. And so I think that's Fair what enough. you were, I think that's the outfit you were wearing when I, when I, like, you, I was, when I was able, that. when I taught your character an, like, yeah, a love ballad song. Which then your character goes to, uh, goes to the uh, local opera hall and sings. And you get to see a little five-minute thing of, like, your character, like, singing and stuff. And <laughs> Yeah, no, it really is just The Sims. If you want to play the Nintendo version of The Sims on your 3DS, that's what this is. <laughs> and, yeah, like, yeah, supposedly if you buy the game, you get uh, two codes that you can share with friends so they can download a demo of the game. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I will totally let you have one so you can play it on, on the go.
0: That's awesome. When you're
1: on vacation. But yeah, it's, it's, it's cute. You know, the one, actually, uh, one of the cool things is there's a shit ton of voice act, not voice acting in the game, uh, uh-huh. but there's a lot of voice synth in the game. All the characters, hmm. rather than speaking with, in text, or like in the Animal Crossing, where it kind of does that fake, like all yeah. the characters talk, like you talk, like Annie, you would be like, can you buy me a hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> and so, I'm like, okay, I'll go get you a hamburger. I, you know what? I'm so fucking glad, too, because your character loves steak. Excellent. This is one of the things, one of the, your characters are, you always have to feed your characters and you kind of have to manage them, kind of like you have to do like in Sims. Although sure. I don't think it's not nearly as detailed. I don't think it's like, they, they don't have to worry about using the bathroom or anything like that. Okay, good. But yeah, and so there's a little restaurant and you can you, you buy a shitload of food and you know feed them to everybody and everyone has their own favorite food preferences and stuff. And so, so far the steak has been the, uh, your, your character's uh, favorite thing.
0: Excellent. I'm but, glad to hear it. Yeah, so yeah, that's Tomodachi life. Uh, that's excellent, Bill. Yeah. I'm glad you're having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like if people could have babies and stuff like that, then you could. Well, that's it. why people were so mad about not having gay marriage is that it actually inhibits your ability we'll to. See, play. see. That's
1: actually from Nintendo's point of view. I could see that is not an easy fix. Assuming they yeah. do have a Tomodachi Life too, with, uh, gay marriage. well I guess I guess couples you could just say they adopt. Yeah, yeah. But if if the babies are post- are supposed to carry forth any kind of aspect of the parents. That wouldn't make sense with adopted kids, but I don't Bill, know. Bill,
0: do you not be- do you believe in nature versus nurture?
1: Oh sure, there are so you... many gay adopted babies out there.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, my friend. Um, but yeah, no,
1: it's a cute game. Yeah, the the oh. other funny thing is, I practically got the game for free because, um, when I bought my Wii U, I got the like if you bought the black Wii U, uh, you you became enrolled automatically in a program for like every five dollars you spent on software with the Wii U, you uh-huh. got like a certain percentage of that money back. Mm-hmm. And I'd gotten like like a good thirty dollars back from all, like oh, which awesome. is what excited had not purchased the, you know there's barely anything out for the Wii U so it's not like I had purchased that yeah. much, but just by virtue of the fact that I've purchased like like three or four games was just enough that I essentially had a thirty dollar credit so I essentially got Tomodachi Life for free, um because I guess the credit was you know even though I I accrued that credit on the Wii U it was, it was you could use yeah. it on on the 3DS too so
0: but yeah no that's it's like they're doing that. I'm glad they're doing that clap cross stuff, because I know for a while there was, like, this weird separation between Nintendo Completely arbitrary, channels.
1: yeah. I think, actually, yeah. it was just within the last year they finally merged the two, like, ecosystems. So you essentially have that's, one account across both systems.
0: That's one of those things that seems totally logical from a consumer perspective, but I can see why they had to drag their feet yeah. on it from yeah. a, you know, programming yeah. perspective. So good on them for catching oh, up. Oh, it's... The, the,
1: the, 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 the way you share images from Tomajadachi Life is crazy archaic where you have to like start exporting a file and yet then you have to go to like the 3DS's web browser to a very specific site to upload your picture to Twitter and all this crazy. There's no in-game way to easily just like it's take a picture of something. It's not to share. Yeah, and yeah. just share it. Like you have to, it's, it's, but at least Nintendo's getting slightly better, but who knows. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Pardon me, my cat is fussing. What Chill is she out, doing? Bailey. Chill out. Chill out. She in your lap? Chill out. She's won't get in my oh, lap. Oh, she's lonely. Just chill out.
1: Yeah. So, chill uh, out. Uh, for people don't know, for people don't care, you're gonna hear about it anyway. <laughs> Annie accidentally locked her cat in the garage last night. Sarah <clears throat> so cat's super lonely and desperate for attention now, especially because what? Now the cat smells differently, and the other cat doesn't want to play with it.
0: Yeah, because she was in the garage all night. I don't Aww. know what she smells like, but, but Orange does not like it. Orange is hissing and screaming at Bailey Aww. every time she walks by. So. Oh, she's well, also a little man. bitch, too. This is true. <laughs> I love her, but this is true. Hey, Bill, tell me about The Amazing World of Gumball. Oh, Amazing World
1: of Gumball. Uh, did I mention this before on the podcast, how I'm doing uh, work for Boom Studios on the comic book version of The Amazing World of Gumball? No. Uh, the Amazing World of Gumball is another Cartoon Network show like Adventure Time, a regular show, that Boom Studios, the same company you know that is making the Adventure Time comic, they're also turning that into a comic book, too. And so they got in touch with me a couple of weeks ago to ask me if I would contribute to the comic, and I said, "Yeah, sure." I'm not doing actually any specific comic strips. I'm doing some fake in-world Amazing World of Gumball advertisements for companies within the world of uh, uh, the Amazing World of Gumball.
0: Oh, that's kind of great! And the best part
1: is, this week they sent me the style guide. I never even knew yeah. the show existed until these guys asked me to to, to work on this thing, and uh, they sent me the style guide for the show. And it's great. You know, it shows you how to like draw the characters, and like gives you the bi- biography of all the characters and stuff, and kind of like shows you like it gives you the different color palettes. Yeah, essentially, actually like, it shows you how to create like perfect licensed artwork, like right. in, in yeah. accordance with the, with the show style. But half of it is really it's it's a very cutely written, where most yeah. of it is just like funny gags about the stories in universe It almost like reads like a comic in of itself. Even though yeah. this is just like a guide that the show's creators put out for licensees. Just so, like, yeah. you know, the characters and everything will look correct as to what they're supposed to look like on the show. And that's fucking hilarious. Except, Boom Studios, they didn't have, like... From my ads, I wanted to use, like, the official world of Gumball fonts and everything like that in my advertisements, so oh. it looks like, you know, that's For some reason, Boom Studios, they didn't have the fonts and stuff. So, this is completely accidental, but this week... This is related. This is a little bit of a uh, Shaggy Dog story, but also this week... Steve yes. Lieber, friend of the podcast, never has never heard of us, never listened to us. Friend of the podcast <laughs> still. i can claim that. Uh a famous comic book author, uh artist. He was um this week uh doing a live YouTube live stream showing him inking some pages from what superior foes of Spider Man, is that what it's called?
0: Uh
1: yeah. And so he he loves to interact with 4chan mm-hmm. about his stuff and he loves and so he was doing like kinda kinda of like a YouTube Q and A Uh, with 4chan and I wanted to see what the questions they were asking him so I went to 4chan like the comics and cartoon board on 4chan and while trying to look for this thread where he was you know getting his questions and answers from uh, for this uh, YouTube stream I found there was an Amazing World of Gumball thread on on 4chan which that in itself should have been the warning do not click it's the Amazing World of Gumball thread on 4chan because I was like maybe these guys have the fonts because I saw they were posting fan art and stuff and they did! It was just funny that 4chan actually had the, like some official uh, World of uh, uh, Gumball assets that I couldn't find from the actual, like, licensees of the amazing World of Gumball. These wow. are the people, like, producing pornography. <laughs> oh, of course, you know, it's totally World of Gumball rule 34. Ugh. Holy shit. So World of Gumball, Damn. the main character of the World of Gumball is this 10-year-old cat named Gumball. And mm-hmm. his best friend is a goldfish. And they have adventures mm-hmm. together. His I don't mom, know if I would
0: hear the rest of the sentence.
1: His mom is a very uh-huh. nice blue cat lady who 4chan has completely fixated. I should have seen this coming. But nine tenths of this this thread was just everyone just like trading their gumballs mom fan art of just... I, I'm i trying to be... Not, I, I, I don't want to drive any crazy on the podcast even describing some of the stuff I saw. It was pretty amazing. The terrible uh-huh. thing is a lot of the artwork is fucking fantastic, too. Oh, yeah. Where, like, looking at the style, guide, I'm like, these guys are actually better than some of the... They're better than me. And I've been asked to officially work on this stuff. No. And, and, like and like I said, these guys had, like, fonts and assets and stuff I couldn't actually get from the Amazing World of Gumball People. So, that was kind of a funny situation. But
0: it's a cute okay. show. That's more my... So uh, the point is... Was um. it unrelated? Was Did you request these fonts, or was it just organically on this thread? No, I requested the fonts, and they didn't have them. No, 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 on the 4chan thread. Oh, like, yeah, I no, requested, like... and they had them. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if, like, you were just looking at the thread like, oh, by the way, here's some fonts for you. Yeah, so you if, if, if you ever see my... my Legos, Bailey, fuck you. She just knocked over your Legos? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> also, the town you... of Benton has been decimated. Oh, which Legos did she knock over? Uh let's see. I haven't named them all yet.
1: Susan. She knocked
0: over this guy, Beardy Joe, and Larry. One of the sheriff's dudes. Have you started your Lego wiki yet? I started to start it and then I fell down the rabbit hole of wiki alteration. Oh and that's the other thing that happened to me this week. I got
1: the uh, Lego's Ghostbusters kit. Oh, just did it arrive? Up. Yeah, it just came yesterday so excited man i'm tempted to spend the rest of the afternoon actually doing any work and just putting together lego stuff
0: fully not editing the podcast new...
1: yeah go ahead yeah yeah yeah
0: no fully got me a new lego set and the rule is i have to do the yard because i got a 40 dollars yeah, goddamn mo- lego set yeah just so that i can get these two pieces primarily and some other pieces like she use. must be so
1: happy that she's found something she can twist against you in order to get get you to do housework <laughs>
0: Yep, pretty much. Unfortunately, it's expensive and messy, which is hard two. You know what? Like, again, with
1: Lego stuff, there could be so much worse stuff in the world that you could be into. Like, right for now. example,
0: whiskey. So <laughs> I know that's good. what I'm saying.
1: What's well, What's good. the new set that you got you? Uh,
0: it's a Lego Movie set. That's uh, what the fuck is it called? It's it's two citizens of three citizens of Lego World fighting against a uh, micromanager. So Foley's excited because she starts a new Aww. job on Monday, and yeah. so now she has a micromanager <laughs> for her desk to oh. go with her Emmett. And uh, I'm excited because I got Root Beer Bell, or whatever the hell her name is, and Dude McGee, who can be my two Bentonites, so I'm excited about that. Wait, I'm trying to
1: see, because I just, you know what, actually just on Friday I got the new Lego catalog too, and uh, they have new Are Lego, there... I'm trying to see... I'm trying there to find... should
0: be the new Chima sets in there! There's new
1: Chima sets, and also, man, you know what, the thing that got me excited, this really is just slowly turning into a Lego podcast, yeah. is that there's a new line which I'd never heard of before
0: called Mixels, which yeah. are, wait, so yeah. you've seen these before. They'll, I remember i fallen very far down the Lego rabbit hole. Well,
1: look at the stuff. People not like, listening to the audio and not like, watching the video don't don't give a shit. But they're, like, yeah. little goofy, like, little characters. They're not, like, little yeah. people, but they're, like, little monsters. Yeah. And they're only, like, five bucks a piece. Which, for Lego, is actually fucking, like, that's what they're practically yeah. giving them away for five bucks exactly. a piece. Exactly. But yeah. that's very, I saw that and I was like, oh, shit.
0: Um, I'm trying to see if there's, what the new Chima stuff is. So, wait, so your new... Um, there, there are bully mammoths and uh, saber-toothed lions and a uh, panther lady, I think. Oh, wait, so uh, you wait. Vultures. Your new kit, is it the trash chopper?
1: No. Is featuring Garbage Man Grant and Garbage Man Dan? No, it is
0: not, actually.
1: <laughs> okay. Um,
0: Welcome to our Lego corner, everybody. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: you know what, Annie? You gotta get your hands on the Metalbeard's duel. Which is metal beard <laughs> just fighting a micromanager. It's thirty five dollars.
0: I, I, I saw that at the, at the store yesterday and it was kinda great. Nope, uh, see but that won't fit. No pieces of that will work in my in Benton. In the small my oh, small Lego furry yeah, Western well, town of Benton. I'm very specific here, buddy. Well,
1: okay, I'm gonna stop looking at this catalog. Um okay, Hey everybody!
0: Yeah. Believe it or not, we're gonna take a little break. <laughs> Believe it or not, that was in our little break, and we're going to be coming back and talking about that Geek Week in Review. Hey, everybody, it's time for the Geek Week in Review. Yes! Of uh, course. Time for the Here's the ongoing onslaught of Star Wars news. Again! Uh, this is like the fourth <laughs> week in where I promised this would not turn into this no, week we Star Wars will. news. it will. Every time there's like a glimmer of a glimmer. Yeah. It's good uh, news though. It's more ladies in Star Wars. Yes. So in in Star Wars Broad's news, uh Lupita Nyong'o. I apologize right now for her yeah. name wrong probably and Brand of Tarth are gonna be in Star Wars. Which technically the calling her Brand of Tarth is even a
1: far more fucked up pronunciation of her name. <laughs> By virtue of the fact that we're not even trying to pronounce her it, it wasn't Gwendolyn Christie, is that her name? Uh, yeah, I they're both going to be in Star Wars. So. Uh, yeah, uh, Lupita Nyong'o being the super badass lady from Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, She's—I like her just because she's stringy and she's small, but she's got like a <laughs> great face. That's all it takes for Bill. <laughs> and Brianna Tarth is Brianna Tarth. Is she going to be Star Wars? I'm kind of need... curious to see. Um, th- I mean, they've already started filming, so these these characters probably, unless they were cast and for some reason, is they, they did decided to delay the announcement of them being cast for a long time, I would imagine that they're probably not playing super central characters or anything.
0: At least not in the first movie!
1: Oh, shut your face! (sighs) Turns out everyone dies at the end of the first one, and suddenly it's the adventures of Lupita Nyong'o and Brienne of Tarth. Yep. Um, But yeah, no, uh, talking with Jimmy and Conley last night, uh, Jimmy's Jimmy's convinced that uh, Adam Driver, the big tall guy from Inside Llewyn Davis who who does the space song? The yeah, woo, mm-hmm. outer space. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's a big, tall, ugly guy. He's convinced that the only use th- they would have for him is to put him in a Wookie suit, and then he would be playing Chewbacca's son. And of course, my my, my response was, "Well, G- G- Gran of Tarth is like eight feet tall. Why? She- how do you know she's not going to play a Wookie? And how do you got- know they're
0: both not going to be Wookies? How do you not? How are we not?" Know- you know what Maybe we eventually find out that they're long lost twins. No, what
1: we're gonna find out, the new Star Wars movie, it turns out thirty-five years is just long enough for everyone to evolve into Wookiees. <laughs> so everyone's gonna play <laughs> It's gonna be the weirdest, like some people have fully turned into Wookiees, other people only have like Wookie noses and just Bill, can't have talk, you read my walk. erotic
0: fanfiction? Are <laughs> are you taking notes for my erotic what fan? Answer, fiction? And, man, I love uh, Wookie Nookie Parts 1 through 87. <laughs> you know this
1: is, is going to be a perfect opportunity for uh, for Weird Al to revisit his Gangster's Paradise parody and turn it into Wookie Paradise.
0: <laughs> no, I, wait, wait, wait. Wait, hold on. It should be Lookie Lookie, Wookie's getting Nookie, Parts 1 <laughs> through 87. That's my erotic you know fan fiction. I want I want Brianna Tarth to play. What's what are the Colored Girls with the the, the head tentacles? Twilex? Yeah, I want her to play the How, most By the style. way, how did I know that and you didn't? <laughs> <laughs> how did you? I think I would have remembered if you'd give me five minutes, but yeah, how did you know that off the top of your head? Dude, Jesus, dude. I just out-nerded you on Star All Wars. All your Twilight
1: minifigures that have Is been your
0: research. Again. I want,
1: her, I want Brienne of Tarth to play the tallest, just most pissed off, angriest, <laughs> not even angry, but just sullen Twilight slave girl That's who's just good. like dressed in a potato sack and just, just, just glowering at everybody.
0: I was uh, looking at a bunch of movie trailers yesterday, and one of them was actually Adam Driver, tall dude, uh, yeah. and Daniel Radcliffe in a rom-com. What? Obviously not romantically entangled. They were best bros. Oh, okay. But yeah, I was just like, that was Harry Potter and uh, whoever, the f- maybe Chewbacca's son from Star Wars. All right. Two 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 really goony-looking guys on a, on a sexy yeah. adventure. Two very differently
1: goony-looking guys. Well, I know, yeah. <laughs> and so well, the, the, Jimmy and Conley then brought up what if? the oh, you haven't seen the Clone Wars yet, so you don't care about this. But uh, in the Clone Wars cartoon, uh, the people who invented Boba Fett's his like outfit, like that, the kind of like Mandalorian... that that armor stuff, they're called Mandalorians. Uh, but they're all <laughs> is that super- why it's
0: called Mandalorian armor?
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But they're all super tall blonde people, and they they're they're like hmm, maybe she's playing Mandalorian, so she's again going to be playing the you know some lady warrior. In, you know, big crazy armor and stuff like that, which that would yeah. be really great too. But uh, who knows what the fuck? But yeah, so more Star Wars talk.
0: Hey, Wars. More, I, I really, the less I know about Star Wars, the better, but more broads, the better. I'm down for You know that.
1: what? They probably actually hired her as a money saving thing because she's so tall. She's tall enough. So whenever they have to film the Millennium Falcon, uh-huh. they don't have to build all the Millennium Falcon. They just uh-huh. have her stand in front of most of where it should be. <laughs>
0: Oh, speaking of J.J. Uh, J. Abrams, the one thing I did do this week, because while Foley was sick, she watched yeah. all these movies, I finally saw Star Trek Into Darkness.
1: Oh, no, what happened?
0: Well, I gotta tell you that as a person who barely gives any shits about Star Trek, but really like Star Wars, yeah. I thought it was fun. It was a fun, goofy, It is time. fine
1: to like a Star Trek J.J. Abrams movie. It's, it's, it's not like, yeah, it's not like you're gonna get, you know beset upon by people well, with torches or anything.
0: Everyone hated it, so that's why I it's, was like...
1: I, it's funny, because I just watched it again this week, too, and it is not... It's it's a, it's an okay movie. It's not a very good Star Trek movie, if you're a Star Trek fan, because it's no, just like... This, it's,
0: yeah. Well, because it's a fucking... It's an episode of a Star Wars TV show, is what it is. <sighs>
1: yeah, it actually kind of is, Yeah.
0: That's what it is cuz I, I watching it I'm like damn this it, it, I felt like that was more of an addition for Star Wars than it was a Star Trek.
1: Well even like when they, they they have that little like like trading ship that they're trying to escape from the Klingons in. Yeah. And it's kind of like a little hockey puck shaped ship and it's like flying yes. through like you know like, like 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 mountains like the Millennium Falcon.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, again, I yeah. know that
0: I am not allowed to have these sorts of opinions because I'm not a Trek nerd, but I like
1: <laughs> no, that's I fine.
0: Liked, I liked the Klingon design. I thought yeah. that was pretty was good. Wasn't aren't they? Kind of, Which is funny because, like, they're, they're,
1: technically they could still exist when the old Star, Star Trek canon. Yeah. They just look like a little more lizard-like.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was a nice bridge between the old Star Trek canon and like the the next generation sort well, of
1: stuff one of the things people have complained about that movie, even aside from Star Trek, you know, fandom aside, is the female characters. The fact that they turn yeah. Uh Yuhura into just a whiny girlfriend, and the blonde chick yeah. is only there for just for the one scene where she uh, takes her pants off. Yeah. Did you care about that?
0: I'm the worst feminist okay, in the world. Okay.
1: I don't know if that, like, that, that's, that's anything that triggered for you or anything like that. Or Sometimes
0: yeah. shitty female characters do really bother me, but at the end of the day, I am a recovering misogynist, and it's very easy for me to just casually slip into bro mode. Okay. And that was a movie where I totally just kicked right into bro mode gear.
1: Uh, it does not hurt that those two ladies are also very attractive, so it's not like, you know... I'm just uh, saying mis- misogyny uh, is only correct if it's for ugly women.
0: I'm just saying that Chris Pine is a beautiful young man. Oh, I forgot and about I that. I love Carl yeah. Urban's scowl. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I really want Carl Urban in a Star War. I want him to be some he sort of He would be a practical... perfect fit for that
1: universe. If you're going to take anybody from the Star Trek movies and put them in a Star War?
0: I I want him to be in some sort of practical like alien like he- like head. You would you thing. cover him up with alien stuff? I would like have his face free for expression. Like I want to see him mean mug. But... I just want to show him he actually gets transferred. He's he's playing McCoy,
1: <laughs> and he just doesn't know what's going on. He's just more like, oh my god, what the fuck is this shit? Oh. <laughs> no, but yeah, Star Trek: and The Darkness. It's it's. I, it's... Thought, I enjoyed it more than the first one. Did you like Benedict Cumberbatch? Uh, I thought he was a totally fine villain. Okay. I thought he did a good job. I'm trying to think of anything else. What happens in that movie? Oh, there's seventy two missiles and there's not 11 imagery and there's a big ship that blows up the other ship and then Kirk Sp- Kirk he die and Spock's angry
0: <laughs> it really felt like a a kind of middling episode of a TV show yeah like got totally... Bruce Greenwood yeah it it had uh um uh Fuck, I can't remember. I enjoyed it. It was a yeah. good time. I liked the 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 primitive alien race at the start of the movie. Oh yeah, no, well, that was well, mostly we were practical and shit. That's that's the thing.
1: Hardcore Star Trek fans shit on J.J. Rooms, but he did a good job of making an like making two Star Trek movies that are entertaining to normal people.
0: And that's the thing. And, that's like, a, and that's, that that that's in, in itself is a minor audience. miracle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you make a he makes Star Trek movies that aren't about talking. And that's hard to do. <laughs> well, that's why so many
1: Star Trek fans are pissed off about this movie because yes, that's exactly. what Star Trek eventually turned into. Is everyone that's just what like Star the... Trek
0: is? Yes. Yeah. You know, to most, to, like, past the original series, Star Trek is about ideas. It is a, a series of ideas and and values. And so it's interesting to watch that movie with Foley, though, because Foley is a Trek nerd. Mm-hmm. And um, more, she's not a big Star Wars person, but she's into, she likes Trek. And she likes that movie because it dealt with the idea of early Starfleet dealing with the conflict between A militaristic and exploratory uh, institution. That is one thing they do
1: very much pay voice to is well, that's what uh, uh, Simon Pegg's character. Yeah, he 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 quits the he essentially quits the movie early on because he's like we're explorers and they actually you know he 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 puts that whole thing in a very specific.
0: More importantly, the Starfleet uniform, the dress uniform. I saw. Uh, people are complaining about that because it's so militaristic and and
1: and previously Star Trek like. Their, their star trek dress uniforms is usually like a dress with gold lamé with like a flower and like it's like like a fucking feather sticking out of like a like a looped hat or
0: something you know? it's like pretty weird shit yeah to me in that moment it made sense if a person was trying to bri- like trying to drive it in one direction if they had any sort of sway that it would this would be the moment where it stops being mili- like consciously militarily driven and turns into something different yeah. So Good I really scenes, liked though.
1: it. I like when the Enterprise is flipping upside down and everyone's flying around, and it's all
0: like—it's—it's it's a fun, dumb, popcorn sci-fi movie, which again is what I want more of. Yeah. And if I can get a Star Wars that's that, I'm quite happy with that.
1: Wait, wait, did, did, did you? Was the the Kirk's uh, dying scene was, was was that affecting? Um. Cause that, like, well, it's an inversion of everyone's most, yeah. like, the most emo- emotionally potent, like, old Star Trek moment of, of Spock yeah. dying. So I don't know yeah. if Kirk dying had had as much of a charge for you as the as 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 the original version did for everyone else.
0: I in I here's the thing about those movies. I really like Kirk. Um, Spock just bounces right off. Of oh it. no! But it's, that's what I'm saying. But it's Kirk dying. Yeah. So when I'm, I, uh, that that scene too, I really thought that Chris Pine did, did a really good job of those movies. Just you just don't care
1: fun. about Spock's reaction, though.
0: Man, do not as soon, as soon as he became the Spock show, I was like, <laughs> it does turn into
1: Spock's Vengeance Hour after oh. he dies. Yeah, so you, like it would have been just as fine for you if if Kirk were dying and he reached his hands out to the glass and there was no one there, but he still had the same scene. <laughs> he just kind of talked to himself.
0: Not quite, but close. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway,
0: but that's cool. let
1: like... um, regardless of what Star Trek fans would think of that movie, I'm glad that you were uh, able to watch a Star Trek movie and you had a good time.
0: It was that perfectly is... goofy, good fun, but most importantly, it made me excited for Star Wars. Because yeah. I was like, J.J. Abrams, you know what? If he can do this for a property that he, admittedly, is not a huge nerd for, I can only hope that... And like I That's... said, it feels like practice Star Wars.
1: I'm going to be curious to see how, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. When, you know, when, when he actually people, cares about the material.
0: When people who worship a material are allo- and wh- that material is formative to them are allowed to play with it, yeah, it is either really great or really bad, and see, nothing in between. Did you see
1: Super Eight? Because I have a whole thing about J.J. Abrams and and how how I'm kind of worried about that. Because yeah, because
0: I know that that was something that you did not like what he did with yeah, something that he I, was I,
1: dedicated I, to. I I I, th- I, he, I I I don't doubt his enthusiasm for the materials, like either like Star Wars or like Spielberg stuff, like what he did with Super Eight. It's just he fucked up Super Eight where he got some of the t- basic tonal stuff completely wrong in a really weird way. Yeah, and uh, I don't know who knows what he'll do with Star. Well,
0: with here's that. my counterpoint to that. Star Wars, that. but you know what J.J. Abrams proved he can do it with Star Trek really, really well is that he can do goofy, fun ensemble. Archetypal That's stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least he has a feel for that. I still, you saw Mission Impossible three.
1: I That's a great it. fucking action movie. Yeah. Even, you know what? Everyone keeps on talking about Super 8 or Star, or Star Trek. If you just told me the guy who directed... If you just told me... If I didn't know who directed Star, Mission Impossible 3, if you just told me he was doing a Star Wars, I'd be yeah. down with that. Just from, at least from an action character point of view, would be uh, pretty interesting. But yeah, I don't yeah.
0: know. So this kind of takes us to our next bit of Star Wars news, and then we'll move on to other business. Star Wars set leaks this week showed a Tatooine trading port, a giant pig monster, and the Millennium Falcon being built.
1: Uh, did you also see that, like, J.J. Abrams crudely yeah. photoshopped him in, in into every picture with a hammer and nails, pretending that he was building it all by himself?
0: I did really like J.J. <laughs> J. Abrams' response to these leaks.
1: You know what? That was just as cute as anything else, yeah.
0: What's really funny is that the first time I saw it, I didn't get it. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> well, no, you have you to know, be that,
1: that much of a nerd to be, yeah, exactly. Well, the yeah. second
0: time I looked at it, I was like, oh... So, yes, JJ Abrams' response was to write a little note to post to Instagram. The story is like, I hate it when people have these, like, come up with these spurious rumors, like, the Millennium Falcon is in Star Wars, and it's on his stationery sitting on the uh, holo chest.
1: Yeah, like, which is very Star cute. Wars. I and wonder then, like, if actually they only uh, put it on the holo chest table, because it looks like. Uh, assuming those set-leak pictures were actually, like, recent, like, within last week, it looks like they're still just in the middle of building the Millennium Falcon, so... Oh, they're also... Fil- you know, the interesting thing is they are filming all the interiors, too, so it's not just going to be, like, people standing outside of the... It seems like the Millennium Falcon's actually going to have a big... Be a uh, set. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a big, big thing in the movie, which we haven't yeah. really seen uh, the Millennium- much of the Millennium Falcon since, actually, the Empire Strikes Back. The Millennium Falcon only showed up for a couple minutes in Return of the Jedi, and when it was, it was a matte painting from the outside. Mm. Uh, and also, the other thing, too, because... Um, uh, back when uh, George Lucas started making The Empire Strikes Back, he thought he was going to make a shitload of Star Wars sequels, not just two. And so mm-hmm. that's why he built like a full-size Millennium Falcon uh, uh, replica because mm-hmm. he thought he, like uh, the, the 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 cost for building that would be offset by the fact that like they're going to make like five or six movies that you're going to require the Millennium Falcon for. And they only really used that uh, Millennium Falcon for The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, they mm-hmm. actually built it so it could be. Uh, uh, disassembled into like ten pieces and store put into storage, and brought back out and reassembled very quickly. And uh, for the even for Return of the Jedi, they only had one scene that wound up being a deleted scene where they used uh, the only the only used part of that Millennium Falcon set. And uh, so I'm assuming it looks like they're building the whole set again. So I'm assuming like you'll see be seeing a lot of the Millennium Falcon throughout the next three movies. But
0: I'm just yeah. excited. The more practical shit, the better. Well, that's another
1: thing too. So they got a whole Millennium Falcon. They're building the whole interior of the Falcon. Um yeah and the the, the desert set um uh, no. yeah it's a whole trading port yeah did you see like the,
0: the the big pig monster I'm trying not I really am trying to go into star wars seeing and knowing as little as possible which I may as well just get off the internet for the next couple of years
1: You know the weird thing is the pig monster does have a lightsaber
0: that's a really good joke, Bill. I like that one. <laughs> and he does have a
1: sign around his neck that says, Son of Skywalker, which is super cryptic and people are trying to like, well, throw up. No, but yeah, it's like a little uh, tattooing trading port. Uh, the other thing too, is there's a big gate for this Tatooine mm-hmm. trading, uh, uh, market, uh, that is directly taken from an old piece of Ralph McQuarrie, uh, uh, art for like when he was Aww. designing Jabba's palace. Yeah. That specifically, it's taken straight from there. The, and, yeah. uh, I, uh, in the same uh, uh, soundstage that they're building the Millennium Falcon, it seems like they're also building a, a new X-wing fighter type ship. Yeah, and it's definitely it, everyone think at first uh, everyone thought it was a Millennium Falcon, but if you look at it, it's act- technically it's not the Millennium Falcon; it's a different kind of ship. Um, mm. It's if you actually look at it, it's more designed off of the prototype Millennium Falcon or not Millennium Falcon X-wing uh, prototype paintings that uh, Ralph McQuarrie did before the models were built. It's a little more sleek and has, like, two big fat engines instead of four little engines on the side. And mm-hmm. so I guess that's going to be... It's funny, they're t- they're taking this prototype X-Wing design from Ralph McQuarrie stuff and kind of... It seems to be that's going to be the next generation X-Wing fighter in the
0: new Star oh, Wing, so. uh, uh, Spoilers easy. for Star
1: Wars, there's X-Wing fighters <laughs> and Millennium Falcons and, <laughs> and pig monsters, that's
0: it, oh. so... Yeah, and cute, I, really, I really wish if I could do anything, it would be that I could just like fr- freeze myself for a year and a half. I know.
1: Just wake yeah. up in
0: that seat and just open my eyes and watch a new stuff.: The funny Earth. thing is like,
1: because I, I stopped being investing sto- I stopped emotionally investing in anything beyond the original trilogy that up until this week. Even with the, like, the great casting news and stuff like that, I was like, that's great, but really this is all this all this new Star Wars can ever be to me is just elaborate fan fiction.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I'll go see it and I'll be entertained, but I'm not really getting emotionally invested in it. But yeah. knowing that the... It's so stupid. But knowing that they're actually building a Millennium Falcon got me where I'm like...
0: Oh, I know. This, there's yeah. a
1: chance this could be actual good Star Wars again. It's no, like for no, a... it's not logical at all. It doesn't make any sense whether or not Millennium Falcon's in there or not. It makes good Star Wars, but
0: it's fan fiction catering to you, my friends. It's
1: <laughs> just tugged on the heartstrings just enough, enough that I actually wanted to watching Return of the Jedi again this week for the first time, probably actually since the whole news of George Lucas selling Star Wars to Disney and all the news of the uh, of the sequel trilogy happening. This is the first time I've watched it since the, all that news broke. And for the first time I'm watching, I'm like... Because I remember watching Star Wars as a kid. Uh, yeah. It it was charged with the knowledge that Lucas said he would always go back and make the prequels. Right, And you know, I was kind of yeah. like wondering like what everything's going to be like. Like, oh, I wonder like how Obi-Wan's Kenobi got that lightsaber. Now, watching Return of the Jedi with the knowledge that they're filming sequels right now. It's charged in a different way where you're like... They're... Hot. Somewhere in the world right now. Konso <clears> <throat> is playing that character right now. They're building the Millennium Falcon again like it's like this is not the last time that you're gonna see these characters playing this role. So it's, almost, it's charged in a different way. So yeah. I don't know. It's oh Bill. And yeah, that's I found myself getting emotionally invested and in being kinda like eh. So yep. that's a dangerous thing to be any kind of fan for any kind of movie project but yeah anyway so
0: it's always a miracle when things turn out when big things and big projects that involve a lot of money turn out good so
1: (laughs) anyway that is is yet another 20 minutes of this week in star wars news that we really shouldn't have had but in other
0: geek week news believe it or not there is some non-star wars geek week news the last of us guys are officially in charge of uncharted 4 as Bill jokes, that probably means we'll get to pet giraffes and yaks. That's a pretty good joke, Bill. <laughs> that sounds uh, like it's supposed to be a rap
1: lyric, uh, lyric that rhymes, but...
0: <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so there was an interview this week with Evan Wells, I want to say? Or yeah, one two... of the
1: founders of Naughty Dog.
0: Yeah, the two Naughty Dog bosses, and they were asked about the uh, um, Uncharted Force situation, and they confirmed that um, Bruce Daly and, and uh, uh, Neil are officially... Working on... Uh, Can we
1: say Friends of the Podcast just because we <laughs> we were in the same room with them at PAX? I was
0: going to say, I uh, looked them in the eyes and told them how important their st- games are to me. And I yeah. started crying. you were yes. vibrating
1: at the same time. Just like, Pretty mm-hmm.
0: much. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, man. I still... I feel... I can't help but feel apprehensive about Uncharted without Amy Hennig. Mm-hmm. But they, these guys, I'm curious to see what they do. I'm well, kind of curious to we'll see what this
1: means for any kind of Last of Us. Well, I wonder what the second team at... At Uncharted is or not at, you, at Uncharted Naughty Dog is because
0: did you was... read the article or no. did you just read the byline? Because the heard whole the thing, One of the things they talk about in that article is this myth of the multi-team thing, and he's like, "We have a lot of projects going, and people switch." Can I help you? People switch from project to project all the time. We don't really... I mean, there's always stuff going. We don't really have this whole... I, like, resources shift all the time. So well, they, they did were, have
1: two teams. I mean, they, the, the, it was the secondary team that did Uncharted 3.
0: What oh, I am telling you, my friend, is what the founders of Naughty Dog said in this Which I'm fine with Naughty
1: Dog being a single-team company. That means you're only going to get a game every five years from those guys, yeah. but... That, I mean, that's fine too. I'm not. complaining But
0: there, about... I think the point they're yeah. trying to say is, it's not like there is a a barrier down the company that splits people into team one and team two. Well, well, yeah. So. yeah. Anyway, I mean, I anyway.
1: would be. I mean, I'd be fine with Uncharted with with Naughty Dog just being kind of like Neil Druckmann company, but I don't know. Uh,
0: after almost ten years, Sony is finally retiring the PSP.
1: Yeah, Jesus. I thought, you know, it's terrible I think the I think what happened is they discontinued sales in the United States. And I just assumed mm-hmm. that meant it was discontinued altogether. But yeah, in Japan it finally just got discontinued. Yeah. So yeah, been almost ten years.
0: Man, I gotta power up my Vita for my, my trip. Do you not got... have a PSP? Uh we did that have a you dropped PSP. in the toilet? I did drop I dropped it in your toilet, actually. And <laughs> destroyed it. And uh, yeah, that's when I, when we got our Vita fully, it's like, do not take this near any toilets, thank you. Um, uh, any listeners out there, if y'all have any recommendations of games I should play for Vita, I know there are a few visual novels on there. I need to try some of those. I would like to play some more Persona 3 while, um, while we're on our vacation. But uh, please feel free to hit us up and let us know. Uh, either Twitter at us or use our contact form at com and let me know.
1: Uh, Jonathan Santiago points out that Crawl, Urban, and Star Wars would mean that he would be part of the nerd trifecta: Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, and Star Wars. Yeah. So. Yeah. And a
0: dash of dread. That'd and a dash of
1: dread. Yeah. Uh, Which I still haven't seen. I need to see that sometime.
0: Dread's fun. See, Dread's yeah. another fun sci-fi movie. I want more fun sci-fi movies. especially need
1: to host, like a movie triple triple feature night of action movies that take take place in a apartment complex you could have judge dread <laughs> attack the block and the raid
0: yep oh yeah. man i wanted to see the raid too when does that come out yeah watch that i shit. thought that
1: was i thought that was at least showing at like uh part of like the, the pacific northwest film festival or something like that yeah i don't know i know it's actually been in some cities it's it's actually been out you know in
0: in normal distribution uh, distribution but yeah anyway what Bill notes here: Surprise! PS Four Last of Us release next week. Question yeah, mark. this is. I, I, in the past, I had even
1: brought up the idea that the that Sony could release the PlayStation Four port of The Last of Us as spring it as a surprise during E three, just because they keep on saying it's going to come out this summer. Here it is. It's mi- uh, It's 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 almost mid June. No, not really, but it's still it's June, and they still have not said shit about. Uh, even a release window aside from sometime this summer, which seems to be kind of weird, and I kind of like that. That would be a great bomb to drop. Would be like mm-hmm. PlayStation 4 right now, the best game released last year is now available.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and there was something I forgot it was on NeoGAF or something like that. I think some kind of German website had leaked something about the pre uh, like a, they, they had said that the release date of uh, The Last of Us would be was it June 13th? Mm-hmm. and suggesting it would be a surprise end-of-E3 uh, release, which would be great, but if if it were just a digital download, I could see Sony being able to do that, but I don't know how you would do that with, re- with a retail release. How could you surprise release a game like that? Apple does with, it all
0: the time with their products.
1: Yeah, but Apple can distribute a lot of their stuff at first through their own stores, mm-hmm. whereas with The Last of Us, like especially if the game's coming out next week, yeah. It would have to already be in retail channels or at least like, you know, SKUs would have to be reserved and Right. So so somebody would've figured it out before now. But yeah, again, if we're just digital download, that's a different story. But yeah, I don't know how you get that out to stores without somebody figuring that out and actually leaking it and confirming time. it ahead of time. Uh so I still would be a perfect I would love to see that. But yeah, who I do not I don't I don't think it's necessarily that feasible but
0: I can't wait to weep uncontrollably. Be yeah. wrecked by shuddering weeps by Last of Us again. I'd just be it's very curious game. to
1: see what that looks like next-gen if it gets that much of a graphics yeah. It'd be. Mm-hmm. I'd rather play that over the I tried to play more Watch Dogs this week. Yeah. that game is Not... Again, not terrible. It's just... Again, just open-world stealing cars, climb a tower to unlock special features in that corner of the universe. Yep. So, I don't know. Yeah
0: uh lego science Le- like excuse me let me start that sentence again lego lady scientist sets coming this august <laughs> yeah so um uh, lego has their ideas project where people can submit suggestions and they will be vetted by lego and possibly released this is from which the ghostbuster set came from the minecraft sets came yeah, from yeah lego and ideas now,
1: yeah
0: now they're um now the uh this set of female scientists will be released this uh, fall. Just in time for Conley's wedding, I can get her a Lego paleontologist and dinosaur skeleton. So.
1: Yeah, so uh, they haven't still specifically mentioned how many of these uh, sets they're going to put out and stuff. But yeah, just a uh, Lego female scientist paleontologist Yeah, is fantastic I didn't realize until uh, hanging out with Jimmy and Conley last night, I didn't realize they were both really into Jurassic Park, especially Conley.
0: That their, their wedding is on the release date of Jurassic Park the book. November seventh is not only N seven day; it is the release date of Jurassic Park. Yeah, they were talking.
1: They were joking about that last night. Yeah, that's.
0: Jurassic Park
1: was a pretty good movie, and I love dinosaurs. You still there? Yeah. Hello. Okay. Sorry, my 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 Google Hangout picture just went crazy for a second. But yeah, no, I love dinosaurs. I you know I'm still I'm still retroactively disappointed because I thought Jurassic Park would be more about giant dinosaurs rampaging, Mm -hmm. and you do get a T-Rex eating people. And even in the second Jurassic Park movie, you do get a T-Rex going through, like, San Diego chasing Japanese tourists, which is hilarious. Yeah. But it never, never, Jurassic Park movies are never quite, this is the thing where I specifically take something that our listeners, like, two listeners love mm-hmm. and go,
0: eh. I always like Jurassic Park and you can go fuck
1: No, it. I don't think it's a bad movie or anything like that. So I, I didn't just can see it until very much later. Yeah.
0: So I clicked on the so the original LEGO Ideas submission, and what's great is that this is not just a female scientist minifigure set that they had suggested. Yeah. It looks like that's what they're going with, but they had suggested a whole bunch of um, oh, female Oh, yeah, the, the whole, there's a whole thing, yeah. They suggested the astronomer, paleontologist, and chemist, which is what is implied LEGO's coming out with, um, mm-hmm. they also, she also submitted a falconer, a geologist, and a robotics engineer, yeah. a zookeeper, a judge, and a mail carrier, and a mechanic, a firefighter, and a construction worker. Which is
1: funny, because most, uh, the, most of the ones, the figures that are really dressed up like the firefighter and stuff, the only way you can tell they're females is because they have, like, little eyelashes.
0: Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Which is
1: great! great. You know, it's not, it's not like they need tits or anything like that, but yeah, no, that so that's good. great. It's all, it, They really did propose a very comprehensive lines of... Female, just badass L- robots.
0: Falconry! L- you got a lady with a little
1: falcon on her arm.
0: Come on! Yeah. Who the hell makes that?
1: I. Whoever actually did the falcon thing, whoever submitted that to Lego, they deserve a goddamn award. That is. Yep. Oh my god.
0: Pretty damn good. My friend. Have you ever done falconry? You falconry. think it'd be worth it just so you could buy a big leather gauntlet? Oh, have I personally ever done falconry? Yeah. Um, I have held a falcon before both yeah. at zoos because I, as a kid I was a, a constant consumer of zoos, renaissance festivals and yeah, theme parks. I have kid. interacted with a number of falcons in my day thank you. Also um, Fort Leavenworth Kansas is near Kansas City where they actually when I was a, teen, when I was a, a kid in Kansas uh, they had a big movement about um, having peregrine falcons in Kansas City to control the pigeon population Oh, okay. So, I don't know if that's still true. But yeah, I had a falcon-rich childhood, actually, Bill.
1: Dull. Yeah. So. Oh, man, I, I just, uh, for some reason, I'm suddenly reminded of the fact that I get a chance to talk about Sailor Moon to their Geek Week interview.
0: Did you watch Sailor Moon?
1: Sailor Moon's on Hulu right now. Sailor Moon's goddamn cute. I only saw the first episode, but it's it's, it's pretty cute. Is
0: this the new Sailor Moon?
1: No, this is the old Sailor Moon that's, like, yeah. I guess it's for the first time presented in the United States, uh, unedited and subtitled.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. And,
1: uh... Why am I bringing it
0: up now? It's cute. Do you
1: have any interest in seeing Sailor Moon?
0: Anime bounces right off of me. I know uh,
1: me, me, me too, more or less. But it's just interesting to see the genesis of. I know so many ladies who've been affected by Sailor Moon. It's kind yeah. of interesting to go go back. Yeah, you and
0: can of... argue that Sailor Moon is a part of the cultural canon for a certain generation. Yeah, it's, uh, and it's weird too because uh, I know so
1: many people who, especially uh, l- uh, slightly older women, who who were really affected by Sailor Moon and I, for some reason I assume that meant they must have grown up as as children with Sailor Moon which that, I always thought that meant Sailor Moon must have come out in the early 80s no it only came out like in the mid 90s
0: you know that's how I feel about Firefly yeah I know like Bill I always assume you watch Firefly when you're like five years well, old baby, that's why I like uh,
1: it so much hey don't stop the no.
0: signal <laughs> The guy who directed the last few Twilight movies is going to make a live-action Beauty and the Beast movie for Disney.
1: Who plays what? Who plays Beast? What? Yeah, no, it's, oh, it's... Man.
0: actually if it were practical Beast, I could like I'd want it to be like pseudo practical Beast. If you say I'd... Tom Hardy,
1: I'm gonna fucking hate you.
0: No, Tom, Bart- Tom Hardy isn't quite right for Beast. Because I wouldn't believe him ever turning into a prince again. Who would I want to be? He'd <laughs> nice. make a
1: better prince than the actual prince at the end of the anime. The, the, the of... This mm. is specifically supposed to be. Uh, it's 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 actually not just a live action Beauty of the Beast, but it's supposed to be based off the cartoon. Like, this is Disney's first, se- first attempt at just flat out saying we're going to make a live action adaptation of the cartoon with all the same songs and
0: everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Speci- oh, wow. they said
1: specifically this is going to be more based off of this stage show, which, you know, contains all the songs but also has a few extra ones. To yeah. kind of pad it out to actual, like, motion picture length. Because I, well, I think most Disney animated features are like 80 minutes long. This is going to be well, a little bit longer. So.
0: Wow. I did so, not yeah, know about so, this. like, that's
1: what I'm saying. It's not just going to be a vague, assuming that they're going to try to create a beast that, like, is either going to have to be CG or prosthetics or something. Like, that's going to be the big Hulking beast. It's not just going to be Ron Perlman, like, you know, cat makeup. Um, yeah.
0: Isn't Disney also doing a remake of Cinderella? did I, Did I see a trailer for that? It's where it's taken them so long to realize
1: that they could make so much money just by doing live-action versions of their old classic stuff. I mean, Maleficent is kind of like a half-assed remake of Sleeping Beauty, but...
0: Oh, Jon Snow is gonna be the prince in Cinderella. Are you serious? He's gonna be Prince Charming. Yep. Wait, who's gonna play Cinderella? Cinderella is Lily James, who apparently was on Downton Abbey at Lady Rose McClare. Oh, she's like the redheaded. She's like, yeah, just made
1: no impact on that show. She's very, like, milk toast. <laughs> Bounced right just, like... off of you, huh? Which, yeah. I mean, she's playing Cinderella. That's pretty much par for the course. Uh, um, most importantly,
0: um... Cate Blanchett is playing Lady Germaine. That's all yeah, that matters. I see that.
1: <laughs> um, so... Oh, my
0: God. Helena Bonham Carter is the fairy godmother. <sighs> nope. That's anyway, not even. It's directed by Kenneth Brana. Did they even, could they not get who what's her face? The
1: best best pies in London murder she wrote. Angela Lansbury? Well, yeah, cuz that's an old lady, old, ch- old chubby lady in Cinderella, right? Uh... Did you see that Johnny Depp is playing all the mice?
0: What <laughs> was it? Gus? <laughs> okay, <scus>. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's good. Actually, Nick so, Ross should
1: play the, ma- the Gus.
0: My, my little sister, so when my little sister was a little girl, she was a big lap sitter. She refused to get off my mom's lap. Oh, yeah? And the oh. only way my mom could make dinner in the evening while my dad was getting home from work was to turn on Cinderella. So we watched oh. Cinderella every single day. Cinderella? Yeah. You think Eleanor and Carter would be playing the mom? No, Eagle she's step. playing the fairy godmother, dude. Why not? What the fuck? Why not, dude? It's got kind of to the point
1: where someone needs to break, break break her kneecap so she can stay away from movies for a year and a half. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ! It's so funny because I used to like Helena Mono Carter, but like, yeah, and shit. it's not even necessarily overexposure per se. It's just a lot of a very particular type of exposure. Yeah, and and
1: she doesn't have any. She only has kind of like the one thing she does, where she's just like, eh, 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 and that's it. Yeah,
0: that's a really good Helen eh, Mirren.
1: You know, she, she doesn't, doesn't have our... the
0: acting versatility that you do. Uh, it turns out
1: she's gonna play Chewbacca's wife in Star Wars, but she's still gonna be. Eh.
0: <laughs> and Johnny Depp's gonna be Yoda. It's gonna so, be great. Uh, is
1: it gonna be Ron Perlman as as the Beast? <laughs> the guy who wait, I already made
0: that one. Apple is about to. Oh, ditch so we're not head... gonna talk about who's gonna play Gaston. Bill, if you you can keep talking about Beauty and the Beast for a little while if you want to, I can. You just know, Benedict Cumberbatch is Lumiere. Who did Foley pitch? Foley did actually pitch Bennett at Cumberbatch as someone in Beauty and the Beast the other day. Oh, Who really? Did pitch yeah. There's not
1: that many characters in Beauty and the Beast
0: that you know. Is he gonna play Miss uh, Potts? Maybe the Schiffero, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mostly, I just wanted to use the word "ship So, what's, what's the old?
1: Is it silent or black and white? The old live-action Beauty and the Beast, where it's like got the hands holding the the, the the torches, the the candelabras and stuff. I have
0: no idea what you're talking about.
1: Oh, that's it's 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 a it's a it's a famous piece of like old gothic filmmaking of just mm-hmm. yeah, like a, I think it may be silent, yeah, black and white mm. uh, Beauty and the Beast that. That that movie is like warped a lot of like movie production designers and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 weird because like a lot of the uh, architecture and stuff in the house is made of human limbs and stuff like that.
0: Oh, that's like, great and fucked up. Like the
1: candle holders are actually human arms. Like it's not like it's it's it's, it's I mean, you don't know whether or not it's actually human arms, you cut off human arms or anything like that. But like they're shaped like hands and stuff like that. The castles will kind of like very. Is it
0: the implication like that the spell like or made something the like that? Yeah, it's really weird, almost yeah.
1: like magical realism, kind of like. You know, Pan's Labyrinth kind of weird shit. Yeah, but That's you know, from like a you know, like, like hundred, like eighty years ago. Yeah. So.
0: so the rumor is that Apple is about to ditch headphone jacks altogether. Yeah. So something about
1: they but just bought Dr. Dre's Beats headphones company, uh, and I guess their plan is that came out this week is that they want to ditch headphone jacks altogether, and so they want to create, uh, they want to use the Beats company to create a new line of headphones that will connect. To your Apple devices through the Lightning port. Do you have any devices that you have a Lightning port? I don't think so. Yeah, because everyone's in an uproar about this because you know everyone's got headphone jack headphones and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, so more what...
0: primary bullshit does not appeal to me anymore at Apple. I'm just saying. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> Apple's Apple's argument for this stuff is that um, this would allow them to. It would be digital digital, like the actual sound files will be digital sound files rather than analog sound files, mm. and this would also allow them to create headphones where uh, you could have like a little control device actually on the headphone cord, rather than just controlling volume and skipping tracks and going backwards on tracks, you could actually like can, like do more comprehensive, like, you know, just controlling your iPod stuff, just remote sure. control through your headphones, and also you'd be able to charge your device while you're listening to it too at the same time, ah. which doesn't make sense because it's a portable device who cares yeah when i could see in a macbook or something like that that would be a different thing um but oh no wait that doesn't make any sense because your macbook plugs in the wall i don't know whatever but yeah this is this sounds like uh, yeah, apple's uh, attempt to kill headphone jacks
0: we are about to exit the portable mac ecosystem our ipad collects dust um foley is about to switch her iphone for an android
1: yeah a lot of people find uh, androids
0: shit I'm just... We're about to get out of there. I just can't afford to play this game anymore. I love Apple, and I'm gonna keep my Mac computer, and I'm gonna probably still noodle around my iPad, but I just can't afford to play this game anymore, my friend. Yeah, I'm just invested
1: just because I am invested, literally. Well, that's the thing. the thing, The
0: thing about Apple is they get you in, and, like, I love being able to push shit from my Mac to my Apple TV and blah, 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 but i can't I can't afford to play the por- Apple portable game anymore.
1: come to Boy Howdy for our, our insightful commentary about <laughs> Apple Blah blaga bro bro
0: or come to Boy Howdy just listen to us talk about Legos incessantly for yeah, twenty Lego, minutes yeah. on the hour every hour I mean, finally, I
1: mean when you think about it, headphone jacks are a pretty goddamn ancient technology, oh yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I can totally see how they are like, well, what is the new innovation we can bring? Yeah. Like, but... we, there's screen we can only do so much, this, that, the other. Headphones seem like an obvious extension of that. I totally well, get Josh it. also directly. pointed
1: out, too, as in terms of miniaturizing devices, headphone jacks are a huge obstacle. Yeah. Because they're so big. Yeah. And so he's pointed out that, like, the last couple of versions of the iPhone, the only reason the iPhone's been as thick as it has is because it needs to... You know, make extra space for this. You know, this big, relative, relatively big round headphone jack port at the right. bottom of it. So if they can right. get rid of that, then they can, it, iPhones and everything that can actually get start getting even smaller. So yeah, I don't know. yeah. Anyway, anyway go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go, 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 uh
0: Finally, closing out, rounding out the Geek Week interview. Bill Watterson came out of retirement this week to draw artwork for three Pearls Before Swine strips. Uh, supposedly only because the creator of that strip had made self-disparaging jokes about how much better a cartoonist Watterson was than him. Once again, Bill, did you not read any of the things? <laughs> actually. No, what, read what happened? Any the... <laughs> how did, wait, how did I get this wrong? No, it's not that you got it wrong. What happened was, um, uh, a punchline of a Pearls Beho- for a Swine strip many years ago was that, uh, many years w- ago? Uh yeah. Oh was, uh... I it was like super recently, okay. No, many years ago the punchline was that the artist was out at a bar and said, Oh was talking to this beautiful woman and said, Oh yeah, I draw comic strips and she asked which one and he rather than saying pearls before swine, he says, Oh, Calvin and Hobbes and it gets him laid And uh, and so he had sent this to um uh to Bill Watterson just as like uh Hey, thanks for inspiring me and all that yeah. you know, sorry for the kind of the cheap joke but I'm just saying. And um yeah, and uh, many years later, he managed to get in touch with Bill Watterson, and they uh, collaborated on this strip. The punchline of these strips is that the artist of Pearls Before Swine cannot draw, so a quote-unquote second-grader could draw better. And uh, yeah, sure enough, Bill Watterson d- draws the second-grader stuff, and what's most impressive is that with the deadlines and everything of this stuff, you have to have this stuff drawn like two months ahead of time. Yeah, And they managed to keep this quiet until after the installments were done.
1: Well, That's I said either. that Bill Watterson, he, he's, he's enough of a hermit that he didn't want to talk communicate directly with this guy through phone or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. And he didn't want to, like, scan the strips, so he had to mail his strips to the Pearls Before, before Swine yeah. guy so he could actually submit yeah. the artwork. Yeah, And I love that even when he's trying to, like, help out a guy, he'll still be a cranky guy. He doesn't want to actually communicate with the dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, but- it's, it's so funny because I saw people, uh, when the first strip went live maybe, like, a week ago, I saw people kind of, like, there's some there's some rumblings on Twitter where people were like, if this guy's trying to draw like Bill Watterson, he's doing a pretty goddamn good job of it. And yeah. then yeah, two more strips came out and everyone's like, what? What's going on? This is a little weird here and then yeah, just yeah, the yeah it probably came out. Like, yeah, okay. Which is cute. I'm glad to see Watterson's, you know, doing something yeah. that's not just him in a locked room Yeah. Being all JD Salinger about shit i don't know Yeah,
0: i really do like my favorite comment on the whole thing was actually calamity john who uh, said i feel like bill watterson returning to draw pearls before swine is some genuine monkey paw bullshit <laughs> well, that's what <laughs> the pearls swine before swine is not that's my great comic strip of all the things in the world to come back
1: for yeah you know, no my,
0: it's my issue is not that the quality of pearls before swine but of all the things that i would want Watterson come draw, wouldn't it wouldn't be just the single panel kind of random humor.
1: Uh like, how uh... about uh Penny Arcade's E three reaction strips this week?
0: you <laughs> you're right, I would rather hear. Spaceman Smith says
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks oh, space man Spiff! You know that's even just a great phrase to say. Is any excuse to is. say Spaceman Spiff? It is. This is true. <laughs> uh,
0: so, hey, do we have any E three uh, predictions or anything this week? Uh, you know, I'm just curious to see what the heck we hear from E three because it's been kind of quiet Not on the gaming front quiet. Yeah. for a while. I want to hear what uh, what's next for the PS four and the Xbox One. Now that the consoles have kind of yeah. gotten out there and theoretically. Well, you
1: know, we should mention that we're thinking about maybe trying to do on Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday was it Tuesday evening? We're thinking mm-hmm. about if Annie has the spare time to do a quick post because by Tuesday afternoon we'll have heard all the the major press events mm-hmm. uh, for for E three three. So we might do a quick like E three just reaction wrap up podcast, and that'll be next week's podcast because Annie will be on vacation, uh, and then week after that I can talk to uh boy both uh, Grumpy Turtle and a I hate DRM had asked me if they they wanted to uh, come in and co host. On the show, and I, just, I might end up doing that, but I'll have to figure that out later. But yeah, so there's a chance uh, next week's episode will be super early, and that'll be here like two days from now, maybe, yeah. that we'll be doing an E3 reactions thing. But yeah, I thought it'd be kind of if we could talk about our kind of predictions right now or what we're hoping <laughs> to see or, you know.
0: Yeah, I apologize for the tenuousness, y'all. We just have to get ready for our trip, and I have a uh, girl, I uh, uh, should be, uh, not girlmatic. Whoa. Uh, Lady Wow. The what's a, this what's
1: a Flash. Fucking, I know right oh Jesus God. Christ
0: a decade ago. woof uh anyway but yeah um well, otherwise I'll be back in two weeks I don't know I, yeah Do you have any e3 predictions or anything though uh not I don't know if it's even predictions as much as like it seems to be pretty much I can't imagine
1: we're not gonna see a Zelda Wii U announced mm-hmm. uh for it'll probably be I would imagine it'll be out uh Christmas 2014 uh, uh, Christmas 2015 and that'll be essentially be the end of the Wii U. Because uh, I, I think that'll also be the first Christmas where Nintendo will have its next quality of life hardware out, mm-hmm. and so I think that's that's how uh, Nintendo tries to uh, gracefully wrap up the Wii U with the new Zelda. And uh, I don't, know, I guess it sounds like we're confirmed for Halo remakes. Do you think we'll see a, an Uncharted four teaser? I don't think so. You th- you don't think so? I mean, if I mean, was, I... It, was it was it
0: last e three that they showed off, or was that was that like last
1: fall it, that they showed it off was the pirate the theme? PS4.
0: It was the PS4 launch when they showed that teaser. Oh, okay. So, knowing how, I mean, just based on how E3 teasers have worked before, like, they kind of drop everything, like, for a month and a half beforehand, and then just build an E3 teaser that's based on some sort of amazing spectacle, and then they have to figure out how to work it into the game.
1: I wouldn't I don't be know. surprised if, if they just say, uh... St- I, you know what, I wouldn't be surprised if we get, like, a date. Uncharted, even if they don't call it Uncharted 4, they'll just say Uncharted, Next Generation, Uncharted, Fall 2015. Yeah.
0: I, I don't, I, I will be surprised if we hear much about Uncharted 4. I think, I think, I
1: think just because there's, there's been so much kerfuffle about the not uh, Uncharted team, that I think they kind of need to come out and actually put a stake in the ground and say, hey, regardless of the talent situation on on this game, we 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 there is a date set maybe not you know maybe not a specific date but we do have a launch window set and there is I don't know I, if if I were somebody I that's what I would do just the just because I'm sure they 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 do have a release date targeted you know with in house why not come out and say sure. okay we're, 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 well this will be out the they, next year year and a half
0: yeah they had a they had an overhaul they had like the entire like the creative leads of the game. Change over like um two months ago. Yeah, but
1: they created it's... all. But the, the the previous Uncharted games were created within two years. I
0: don't think that's necessarily a good thing, my friend. Yeah. But anyway, it's uh I, I would prefer an Uncharted game that is given lots of time to bake.
1: Well, I'm not saying I'm not. I I would prefer things too. But I th- I I th- I think we'll probably see Uncharted Four get teased
0: how much they would gain by, you know, I don't know, like, how much they would gain by teasing anything just to deal with bullshit rumor mongering, uh, you know? I
1: predict, because all it takes to get Bill Watterson to come out and help you is if you make self-disparaging remarks is, uh, I'm a terrible person, I'm terrible being the star of a Mass Effect game, so <laughs> Bill Watterson can make some phone calls, and so <laughs> Mass Effect 4 is not only announced this week, but also starring, uh, Bill Shep. This is
0: Shepherd. Yeah. But it's
1: a self shaded game as drawn by Bill Watterson. There we go. Uh but like yeah.
0: The um,
1: are there, there rumblings that Microsoft in order to strike back against Sony has locked up first uh, has locked up console exclusivity for the Xbox One for some kind of third party previously uh, multi platform property. And mm-hmm. some people are wondering if that's not Mass Effect. And then that might get actually announced this week.
0: Which would be interesting because the first, yeah, the first, well, the first Mass first one Effect one was, was yeah. exclusive.
1: So at least huh. there was. I think that's actually what a, a lot of people are judging that based off just like because there is a previous history between EA, Bioware, and uh, Microsoft. But you know what? I, as much as I love Mass Effect, I think Mass Effect. We probably won't hear about that until next year.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I want less teasing. I, in a perfect world, I want to hear a lot about games that are coming out this year.
1: Yeah, but yeah, that's I, I I love that. Just no, assume that like no, that's that's every, every cool thing you're gonna hear about this year is gonna be 2015. Yeah.
0: Ooh.
1: I, well, the the other interesting thing is that Nintendo has dropped hints that they're going that they've got some kind of uh, 3ds and or a handheld thing that they're going to be spending a lot of this e3 talking about, and. Uh, I'm I sug- I'm, I'm kind of wondering if it's not, if it's just a 3DS game I'm wondering if it may just be a port of Majora's Mask the 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 other Nintendo 64 Zelda game. The only thing that makes me wonder it may not be some kind of revision to 3DS hardware or something like that is Nintendo's when they announced their their the projections for their what what they what they thought their earnings would be this year their projections for their 3DS sales were really fucking weirdly low for this year compared to last year. Mm-hmm. Which either suggests that they think they 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 would be hitting uh, market saturation for the 3ds way sooner than you'd think they would, because you know you'd think after you know like you'd, you'd want a gradually upticking sales for a piece of hardware like that, but they're they're mm-hmm. actually predicting that they're going to be selling less 3ds hardware this year than they did last year, and I mm-hmm. wonder if that's because they may maybe may be announcing a new version of the hardware that will, I mean, it still may be called a 3ds or something like that, but the the 3ds as we know won't be selling as well this year just because who knows wolf i don't know so that's the only reason why i'm thinking that maybe there's a chance there could be some kind of hardware thing that nintendo does probably not i'm probably completely wrong and it's probably not going to be majora's mask because that's wishful thinking because that's my favorite zelda game it'll probably be I Nintendo. Mean, it'll be uh it'll be fucking it'll be brain hey, you know two. what
0: the most important piece of video game news we have already heard, because in the last 24 hours, we went through a cycle of, The Last Guardian is cancelled! What happened last no, night? Last I was right is away not from the internet when that happened. What was that? The rumor was that Last Guardian had been cancelled, and then one of the dudes at Sony just came out and said, what the fuck is wrong with you people? No, it has not been cancelled! Well, can Calm down, canceled? assholes. How, how is it still yeah. existing, then? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm so glad. I remember we had this talk we uh, last year before E3, where I specifically said if they don't unveil it during the PlayStation 4 uh, E3 last year, mm-hmm. it's never coming out. <laughs> and so I've officially cut ties. It's my it's my Star Wars thing where I cut ties with Star Wars emotionally. This is where like I would love nothing better than Last Guardian to get finally get reannounced this year, but yeah. I'm not expecting it, which yeah. means that they will probably announce. it. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, no, that'd be great. Even if they, even again, if that's not a game that comes out until 2015. Oh, man, because they're kind of dying for games. I mean, you think at this point, like they like the game? How, how is that game not done yet?
0: I don't. What did they do? Uh, uh, I want to it's... play Chicken Bird. This is beyond beyond us, my friend. Does so he with... care about her? Or... I. I want to hear about some games. I'm looking Major forward games. to being surprised by whatever It's mostly going
1: to be indie games and shit.
0: Oh, man, last night, Layla
1: Wethington she was totally browbeating me into trying to play Dragon Age 2 before Dragon Age 3 comes out. This Dragon
0: world. Age 2 is the shit, son! She
1: was, I was like, well, should I go back and play Dragon Age 1? And she said, no. I've never even played Dragon Age 1. Oh, no. I just love Dragon Age 2. And she's like, uh, the story may not entrance you. The The world is terrible because it's only, like, it re- keeps on reusing the same three rocks and dungeons. She's like, yeah, the characters. You gotta go play that shit for the characters.
0: Those are some of my favorite characters in video games.
1: Have they announced are the characters carrying over from Mass Effect Two uh Dragon Age Two to Dragon Age Three?
0: Um, well, it's like Dragon Age One. Technically, your save can be imported to, and the choices you make it, uh, affect the world. Yeah. But there were only a handful of characters that actually appeared from one to two, and Is they have announced like generations later. No. It's oh, all no, within it's the okay. like the for like a couple of years, like oh, no, probably like a year between one and two, yeah. but um, and then two takes place over the span of two or three years, um, and three seems to be pretty hard on the heels of two. Uh, you have a character who is just a um, framing device character from two is one of your companions in three. Oh, okay. um, there's a companion. There are a couple of companions from one who return in two. And there's one okay. of your companion characters from 2 is a companion in 3. So, but yeah, 2 Confusing. is, like, those characters, man, Varric and and uh, Isabel and Avalyn, they're yeah. some of my favorite characters in video games. Well,
1: yeah, I, I was thinking, without uh, assuming there's not going to be that much to play this fall, like, uh, this might be a good time to catch up on Dragon Age.
0: Yeah, uh, Bioware has been doing all sorts of teases for Dragon Age three this week, and I they've been talking about character reveals in particular, and I'm really excited about my future boyfriends and girlfriends. It's gonna be so good. Uh, when, uh, Dragon Age two, who did you play as? Well, you only play as Hawk. Yeah, Your did you play as is... dude, dude
1: Hawk or fem Hawk? I played both. Okay, because Leia was talking about uh, she loves you know fem shop like any sane minded person, but she she said she actually really enjoyed the uh, voice acting for them uh, for the dude Hawk. A lot more Fem Hawk's Hawk.
0: voice is pretty atrocious. Yeah,
1: that's that's. I do not
0: crazy. recommend that. And also, she has this annoying animation when she walks; her hips swaggle. It's really distracting and shitty in Dragon oh, yeah, Age Two. Yeah, so, so fuck Lady yeah. Hawk. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Bye. So anyway uh this was the boy howdy podcast we're boy howdy at boy on twitter howdy at boy you can send us an email or you can use our contact form on our website uh grumpy turtle no matter how much you think i will not take your recommendations if y'all have any recommendations for vita games that i can play on my trip let me know um though i do have a stack of dirty books downloaded on my kindle so that's be more compelling than a bunch of dirty books so good luck with that are you gonna
1: read uh, the fault in our stars no,
0: that's Should the I? hit of the summer. You gotta catch up on that shit. No, you gotta it... find out who dies of cancer first. Oh. Hey everybody, we'll <laughs> talk. To... I will not talk to you next week. Bill will be back, or maybe we'll do a episode if I my other duties not take me away. Let's go this
1: week, we have no idea what's going on in the next 48 hours. <laughs> 40
0: hours. You will hear from me soon, or you won't. Uh, we
1: may record a whole bunch of Orange the New Black episode commentaries on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm forcing Annie to commit to that out of the blue too.
0: Yes, while I do ladylike, uh uh-huh. I'll also have I'll just have the microphone hooked up two ways. I'll we'll be having conversations is with you as lesbian I do romance, romance
1: in Orange the New Black.
0: This week in Ladylike podcast, we're reading uh, "The Price of Salt," which is a really really good, and important book in lesbian fiction. So I swear to God, compared. I
1: thought you were going to say the price right. I was be like, what the <laughs> fuck book are you reading?
0: So anyway, guys, I hope y'all have a lovely couple weeks if I don't talk to y'all soon and uh, Bill, don't break anything while I'm gone.
1: Is the price of salt lower or higher than two ninety
0: nine? You know, I swear to God, I am an idiot, but at the end of that book I have no idea why it's called The Price of Salt.
1: Really? I really don't. Isn't that like I'm a sure... sweat metaphor? Like it makes you sweaty, or some kind of
0: like. I- I'm sure there's some line in there that they allude you to the price of salt over. or something, and I just did not notice it or something. I have to. The reason why I'm t- hesitant about if we can do an E3 thing is that I have to slam reread the price of salt by Wednesday, and uh, I need to. Well, I'm rereading. I need to look out for that. Block <laughs> your way through it. Come on. Uh, no. No. All right, kids, I'll talk to y'all soon or not. We'll see. Maybe we'll talk to you again. Who knows?
1: We'll see you guys on the other side of E3.
0: (laughs) Take care, pals.
1: Adios, guys. (laughs)